more combat. Let's kill us a dragon. Should we just do it? <sighs> no. No. As I told Undead, you guys could really fuck it up, I guess. Until it kills you. They won't kill us. <laughs> Make me fly, Jimmy. I can't do that. Make me fly, you know, Nezzy. I, I can't. I can't actually do that. God, what are wizards for? What are I can. For? I, mean, I can do that. Oh, you can. can. Oh, you can. All right, see? We can kill a dragon. I have it prepared as well. See? Haste plus fly equals dead dragon. Undead's just soaring through the air, beating the shit out of it like a fucking superhero. It'd be like Dragon Ball Z, dude. <laughs> it would be literally Dragon Ball Z. Hey, party people. Welcome back to the Split Party Podcast. This is going to be episode 52A or 31A, actually. Um, 52 for the A side. I don't, I don't even know why I keep saying that, honestly. Um, I'm going to keep it short this time. So check out the Linktree link in the description of this podcast on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Oh my god. There he is. Um, yeah, check out the Linktree link to the description, or Linktree link in the description of this podcast on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Um, if you've been listening to us thus far and you want to give us feedback, positive or negative, go ahead and do that too. We really, really appreciate that. It'll either help us improve or it'll let us know what we're doing right. Um, on top of that, we are going to get right into our session pretty much, so I have a little bit of a recap. It's the same one that you guys might have heard in the previous session that was released, uh, 30B, but it was just too good for me to not use it um, on the A side too. Also because it's kind of deeper than just lore, it's, uh, it's actually applicable to the campaign. And those of you that listen to the B side would, would probably know why I mean that. The hour is low and the skies peel away, for hell shall come down to warn us. Of monsters and mortals, the flames and the frost, not distant enough not to scorn us. Of wishes and thoughts of dreams too distraught, of nightmares no longer forlorn us. Of creatures and beasts far worse than we've seen, hell has come down here to warn us. Said the watcher to the walker. As we begin, it is currently an unknown day as the party does not know how time passes in the Fey yet, but they entered on the 16th of Gracos. That's all they know. And in the recap, as the rain came in, so too did the mist that shrouded the woods. As if birthed from thin air, humanoid figures made the water, or made of water, attack the party as a pair, but were eventually dispatched without too much of a beating to the party. The party returned to the small cabin, waited for the rain to pass, licked their wounds, casting even more spells than they already had, and then Rylon left the cabin to check on Sogdus and Vega von Schaffe. What he found were their corpses, and from out of the mist and between the forest sprang three arrows. A second fight had begun. After the end of this fight, the party was left far worse off than the first fight, but thankfully none had died, only Rylon had gone unconscious. With spirits low, and not sure where to go next, they spoke and thought to themselves some argument occurred, and eventually they heard it. The approaching rhythmic lap of wings, large wings. Landing in the forest clearing was a purple dragon, and before the session ended, it had asked, Where are you, spellcaster? 
So that is where we are picking up in this session. Uh, if you guys would like to use it as a visual representation, I probably should have asked you this beforehand, we could bring up the Foundry, or I mean the Tailspire. Uh, do you guys have any strong opinions for or against that? Uh, no. As long as Nessie can handle it, I guess. I don't know if he's lagging really hard, if it's yeah, going to make it worse. I think I can handle it. Okay, so let's do it. Alright. 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 For our listeners, while everyone's booting up the Tailspire, you may not know this, the campaign started as a one-shot. It was uh, Kuda, Jimmy, Waffle, myself, and... Um, Strider. And Strider, who... Uh, they had heard about my other campaign and my other DMing and uh, kind of jokingly somebody had asked me to like run a one shot or run a campaign for them um, and I said okay well I can run a one shot and we'll see where it goes and that was my way of saying okay I need to see if you guys are Papegas or if you are actual role players that I can tolerate and uh, you know clearly here we are still Papegas still Papegas <laughs> You gotta let me in, boss. Oh yeah, true. I was gonna, I was about to say, let me know when you guys are in. Damn, where the fuck am I? Why am I in the middle of the woods? Going out here. Oh my god. Definitely yeah, was de not there. It's definitely, yeah, you're definitely not. Yeah, so you can see the dragon through the fog. It is now no longer raining, so I'm gonna change the atmosphere a little bit. Even though the rain is a nice little touch. Okay. Uh, so, Iman, you see this dragon land. It had just asked, where is the spellcaster? Where are you, spellcaster? But, I mean, it was in Draconic, so who knows if you understood it. Or, it was in Sylvan, sorry. It was in yeah. Sylvan. Uh, then I would understand you the yeah, you broken Sylvan. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm just going to kind of sit here on top of the tree and not move and watch. Uh, would you like a stealth check? Um, yeah, sure. Definitely trying not to be seen right now. That's a 16. Okay. Well, of course, naturally, I use uh, hand-rolled dice, because that's how I am. That's how I roll the mouth on Um, Let me see. It's making a perception check. Wow. A 26. Wow. He'd wave at the dragon as it looks right at him. The dragon is sniffing the air, looks around, kind of like large cat-like eyes. This purple dragon is a very slender sort of figure um, for a dragon, much similar to like a kind of like a salamander or an anole lizard, some sort of lizard, like actual lizard lizard, just with wings. And it's looking around and it's scanning the trees and its uh, eyes like are down towards the ground looking at it. And then its eyes both dart up to look at you up in the tree. And it just stares at you. Um. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I'm going to just, you know, ready a quick action here. You know, if a gout of anything comes at my way, I'm going to try to fall out of the tree as to not get blown up by whatever type of thing this thing shoots out of its mouth, you know, spell or whatever. You know, I'm just going to. Did the dragon a little half wave, like a nervous, ha <laughs> ha hey. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? 
I thought there's much I could do here right now. It looks at you and it sees you waving and its tongue kind of like comes up out of the left side of its mouth and like uh, runs along its face underneath its left eye and then back into its mouth. Which are you? Weasel or Spellcaster? Um, he'd yell out as loud as he could in Sylvan, like very loudly, uh, like cup his hands around his mouth. Um, I am most certainly a weasel and not a spellcaster. Uh, I very much resemble a weasel in this instance. Where is, where is the spellcaster? Um, can I ask why? Uh, your magnificence? Uh, do you not like spellcasters? He uh, is going to use. How far are you from him? Oh, we are. Uh, 30 tiles apart. You are, in fact, 30 tiles apart, so 150 feet. Um, he starts to walk towards you, like slowly, kind of just, you know, moving along the ground, one foot languidly after the other, not in any huge hurry. Where is the spellcaster? He points in the, this general direction. Just behind it. Yeah, <laughs> like, in that direction. Kind of like, not at the house, but like, in that direction. He'll catch the gaze of the house. <laughs> Your point. <laughs> I mean, he's going to see the fucking house, guys. <laughs> it's, a, it's a house. I hope you guys can hear me yelling right now. I'm looking at the old farm. I'm face palming right now. I, uh... Yeah, I, I'm clearly in some sort of, you know, I don't like what's going on. I'm not saying anything to you, but I don't like what's going on. I would be very, very quickly putting finishing up putting on the rest of my armor, because I did say I was taking it off before we stopped the session. I'm hastily putting it back on. Mm -hmm. The dragon's eyes flicker to the building and then back up to him on. And it turns its head slowly to face the cabin, bringing its eyes still to face Amon. Kind of like a knowing look, almost like a, are they over there? Amon would, uh, yeah, like a, like a, like a smile and, uh, lightly just like one hand, he'd, so he'd, he'd like nod and be like, yeah, over there. As he like, you hear like a pop like of a cork as he uh, lifts up a superior potion and drinks it. <laughs> Oh my god, are you prepping for battle? I'm prepping to not get one-tapped by this dude. <laughs> by simultaneously getting us one-tapped. Hey! Y'all, like... Time to fight the dragon. <laughs> uh, what's the, uh, uh... What's the healing again? Uh, I always forget how potions work in this. I'm Depends sorry. On what it is, superior? Uh, superior, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. It's 40 HP. 40 HP, cool. Cool, cool, that's exactly... Good enough. I'll edit that out. Did I edit that out? Alright. Yeah, I'd give him like a a nod. Like shit. It's gonna just kill me if I don't say something. Lauren, what is happening? This idiot's speaking to it. What is he saying? Uh he's he was Greeting it. it, it asked if he was a weasel or a spellcaster. Uh, uh, Certainly and then kind a weasel. Of not, 
Well, he is, yes, but, it's, you know, he's looking for a spellcaster. What is the plan? Can you see? Uh, I don't think we can from here, right? I think from my memory, think... from the map is like... There's a little window see next to the door. Outside. There's a little window, I think. There's, there's the window, but the window faces... If you peek straight. your head out the window, you can barely see it, like, over the crates outside the window. So, but you'd have to like peek your head a tiny bit out the window. Yeah. I uh, I don't know if I want to start looking, Rylan. Are you sure? Move out of the way. I'll take a look. Just, just uh, no, 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 no. I will. I will. No, 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 no. Uh, uh you do it. You do it. Right. <laughs> I uh, I slowly peek my head out of the window, just to get a gaze. The dragon is there on like all fours, kind of. Almost like a cat, like how cats dip their heads and their necks down low, below their shoulder blades, and you can kind of see their shoulder blades moving with every slow step, its tail kind of flicking back and forth slowly. And it's uh, looking towards the cabin, but only with its face. Its eyes are still looking towards Amon, or where you could assume Amon is. I would slowly bring my head back into the room. It's facing us. What do we want to do? Uh, of course it's facing us. Of course it is. He, he couldn't... Ah, oh, God. Um... Little farm, we're going to have to leave this building or else we're going to get cooked. Look, I can get out, you know, I can just go invisible like poof, but you, on the other hand, um, I can't really help. Unless I cast a spell. And that's not going to go well, is it? I have an idea. It might be crazy enough to work. Uh... Maj is sitting on this tree, attempting to look as non-threatening as possible. Just a completely meek little weasel that he is. May pluck at the strings of the weave. May itch at the back of my mind. Where is the spellcaster? Um, uh, right over there. He points again in the same direction. Behind him? No, no, no. Like, uh, we're in this direction. Like, not directly pointing at the house again. <laughs> You know, definitely being annoying, but like, oh, somewhere over here. Okay. <laughs> being annoying. I like that. Too far and stay here. I think he's telling it where we are. How far? I'm going to slowly creak open the door. And going to, as soon as the door opens up, I'm just going to shoot like 40 feet into the air or 30 feet into the air. Or actually, yeah, 30 feet in the air. I thought you were about to say, like, shoot with your finger gun. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, oh my god, psychopath. No. Okay. And, I'll open the door for you. Yeah. And, uh... That. Ah, see? You've called. Is there anything we could do for you, sir? We're just traveling, passing through. We have no business here with you. He doesn't like that you are plucking at the weave or something, he says in common. Norm. Plucking at the weave. Yeah, I don't know what it means. Magic stuff. I'm gonna slowly start moving, if I can. Yeah, go ahead. I'll slowly start moving away from the house, but still facing the dragon. Yeah, just like, kind of hovering in air, just drifting to the side a little bit? Yeah. Okay. I'm still staring at it. Yeah, the dragon's head is... Still facing like the building, but its eyes have turned from Amon to now follow you, Rylan, as you uh, 
as you are now going the opposite way uh, from the building as Iman is from the building. Iman being about 60 feet behind the building, you being now 60 feet in front of it. Actually. Uh, can I attempt to jump to a different tree and like do a stealth check now that he looked away from me? Attempt to disappear uh, when he turns his eyes kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, just roll stealth and then acrobatics. Yeah. It's a double roll. Acrobatics first, just in case I fall on my ass. 13. 13? Yeah. Uh, to jump from a tree to a tree, I don't think a 13 would really do it without... I don't. I think you could, just not stealthily. Okay. So which tree are you trying to go to? Uh, I don't know. I'll, seeing that I can like run up and down them, like I'm just going to jump this one and then this one. Yeah, so two trees over. You got yeah. it. Okay. I won't even bother with the self check. Yeah, I mean, this is catch his you, eye. You, like, I, you probably like catch the leaves and like rustle a bunch, and uh, the, the dragon's eyes flicker to you for just a moment, like a split second before going back to Rylon. I'd be sitting there with my hands in my pockets, looking at the dragon still after landing on this tree. So then, it was you. He uh, asks to Rylon, but it's in Sylvan, so I don't know if you can understand. Nope. It. Well, since I'm not hiding, I would translate in a big yell. What? Yeah, he's asking if it was you who uh, plucked the weave or whatever. Pluck the weave. I think sure, he means yeah. used magic. Tell him it was me, so what? Uh, he says it was him. He does not speak our uh, more uh, complicated language. The dragon, uh, since you guys have both moved, it probably just one slow movement after another is making its way towards the cabin uh like head still fixed on the cabin eyes fixed on rylon i do a twirl and you are alone i stand there with no response because i have no idea what he says um okay i'm going to get down from here for now he jumps off the tree uh he says uh he wants to know if you are alone rylon tell him what if I'm not? Is is that really how you want to say that to the giant dragon? He's going to know if I'm lying, Iman. Um, he says, um, well, I'd be the one lying, actually. Um, uh, he says, um, what would you do if he is not alone? Are you planning on hurting just him or everyone involved? Or There must have been great spells to kill those in the woods. Um... Yes, um, I mean, look at him, he is a literal angel of sorts. The dragon keeps moving towards the building. Now, like, right outside of it, probably 15, 20 feet. Yeah, I think at this point I can probably just about see it, right? It's it's sort of cresting into my vision. Yeah, just about. I'm gonna keep moving. It, like, it like crushes the fence underneath its step. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um... Okay, I'll, I'll, I don't know how this thing senses are, so I'll just whisper to Elinda, you know, as quiet as I can, since she's also in here. Mm -hmm. I have to move. Just, uh, if, if we get split up, just go north. She looks at you with a concerned look, like, a, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, no, you're not going anywhere. Um, I think yeah, I have kind to. Of look. Th this thing could set the entire thing on on fire or whatever breath weapon this thing has, so I don't, trust it. I don't know um, if I would I don't know if I'd cast a spell right now. 
Well, here's the thing. Here's what I've been debating in my head, okay? If I activate the Ring of Invisibility, is that a spell? Because I've been thinking the same spell. thing, bro. I don't That's think that magic. it draws... I think the magic is imbued in the ring. I don't think that draws from, you know, the essence of, of the mm. world or the, the essence of the other side that has slipped into every other plane. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Um, well, I was going to do it anyway, since I didn't really have another option. Um, so I will activate the Ring of Invisibility. Um, and I will step outside and start making my way um, to the right, so away from the dragon, away from the away from the house, towards the shore. Okay. Um, walking as walking pretty slowly, keeping myself mm -hmm. low. It's not raining anymore, so I know I can't like see my silhouette or my outline or whatever. Yeah. Um, but again, I don't know how perceptive this thing is. You might just be able to see my footsteps or something. Or Smell hear. your ass. You can Smell roll a stealth. Yeah. Uh, I will roll uh, stealth for it. Yeah. I'll give you plus 10 because you're invisible. Okay, sure. That is a 27. 27 beats his 26, so... Jeez, <laughs> it was that close? Wow. <laughs> I roll a, roll a 9 for that as well. Whew. So I'll start making my way this way. Towards the shore. I'll keep my front to it. So I'm walking backwards. Does the dragon look like he's looking inside the cabin by now, or what? Like, or yeah, he... so he's like stepping forward enough to like crane his head to like look in the cabin, looking at the w the windows and shit. Olinda is like uh, probably prone on the ground, like hiding behind the window or something. If I had to say. All right, I'm going to shoot a firebolt into the air. Into the air, just into the air. Okay. It, uh, it looks away from the cabin slowly, not super alarmed, not like in pain or, or yeah. freaking out or anything like that, but it, but it does look and it watches kind of like the steam, uh, you know, the air is very humid. So like steam rises from where the firebolt passed through. Um, and it looks up into the air at that like line drawn in the air. And for why? There's uh, yeah, he, he would just continue to translate. Yeah, this is, yeah. There's nothing in there for you. I am the spellcaster that you seek. There's no need for unnecessary instruction of this man's home. You are not from this plane, are you? No, I am not. From where do you come? The material plane. We come here looking for allies. You are intruders in the Fae. I agree. I do not wish to be here. He looks up at Rylon uh, in the building once more, still not seeing anything wherever Amon is, like behind the rock uh, where Amon has been shouting from. He kind of like glances over. <laughs> what spells do you cast? Spells? I wouldn't really call them spells. They are essence from my lord and savior, Solima. Blessings, if you will. He doesn't look amused. Are you familiar with the Mountain Lord? Yes. That is one of his men there to the right. I kind of point off in the direction. He was bringing us to the Mountain Lord. Are you friend or foe? To the Mountain Lord? That is correct. He has no friends. But a throne he does have. Kind of like dismissively blinks a couple times slowly bringing his tongue up to like lick his eye 
There are plenty riches to be had in a, in a throne like the Mountain Lord. He controls a great mountain, after all, as he is named after. Perhaps what if uh, there was a disposition and a new head of the mountain, a new Mountain Lord? We could help you in this venture if you allow us to escape from this realm. <laughs> you speak of things you do not know. I have seen the Mountain Lord. I could not best him. Aye, but you could if you had us. I would doubt that. Do not mistake our height for weakness. I guarantee you we are strong. Where we are from, we have defeated many a foe, even godlike creatures themselves. I seek not his riches. I seek not his throne. I seek the spellcaster. Very well. He looks up you. Well, here I am. And I'm gonna reach into my bag and trick a potion. Okay. <laughs> Smart. He'd call out from behind the rock. Are you sure there is nothing other than the spellcaster we can uh, uh, procure for you that uh, would avoid uh, any conflict? I I'm sure there are other spellcasters here in the Fey. Uh, there is no need to resort to violence. Um, I assure you that while we are small, we do have quite a bit of power of our own, and while it might not match your great power, uh, a fight would be best to avoid for both of us. Uh, is there not anything that we can do? So, like, the whole time Amon was talking, he was looking up at Rylon, and you can see, like, the irritation kind of look on his face growing and growing the more that Amon talks, and he, like, cranes his neck around um, to look over his shoulder towards the rock that Amon is talking from behind. And uh, you see him start to open his mouth, like, halfway, as if he's contemplating using whatever sort of breath attack that he would have um, before closing his mouth. And then he looks back to Rylon. You do not understand. You do not understand how you drag and pull from the Fae. He said what? that you do not understand how you drag and pull from the Fae. You're right. I am not familiar of these lands. This is why I wish to leave. This is not my home, nor I intend it to be much longer. If I am quite a bothersome to you, then allow us to leave in peace. I am ancient, and my time has taught me patience. I am reasonable and calm. Your friend behind the rock is irritating me. He irritates me all the time, but if that were the case, then perhaps uh, he wouldn't be this far in this venture. He is qu quite a steadfast ally. We are here because of him. It is his people that is allowing people into your realm, and we are trying to stop it. Where? Kind of look off to the ocean and just point. I don't even really know. It's, it's like a lake. It's Not a small lake. lake. Okay. Um, there is a campsite full of humans, uh, soldiers. They have been venturing out there for some months now. That's right. Actually, to be honest with you, there is a spellcaster that resides upon a part of their prisoner troop. It's most likely a few spellcasters with them. Well, no, there was one, specifically, the old man. He almost torched the whole encampment, but I stopped him. How long ago? It's been about two days. Three at most. He looks like he's thinking for a moment. 
I remember this. I feel it. My advice to you, as a wise and patient thing, do not cast spells. It will bring you death. Rylon would uh, just do a, just a solid nod to the dragon, still kind of fixated on him. There are many creatures here that do not think and act on impulse. Many of them would have come from the woods. If not, that they saw me. Can you potentially give us a little bit more advice on how we can return back to our domain? A wise and ancient one. If you seek to return, go back from whence you came. Or seek the Mountain Lord. Or the Silly Court. Or the Unsilly Court. There are rifts all over. But those have become seats of power. Who are the most reasonable of the three? You will find the most solace in the Silly Court. Under Queen Titania. She is soft-hearted and weak. Hey, uh, make an insight check on that. Sure. 25. I think he's telling the truth. I'm going to now lower myself a little bit, feeling a little more at ease. So what happens now? Now I leave. And I seek other spellcasters. For what purpose, if you do not mind me asking? To rid them from the Fae. Rylan offers no like response, just a blank expression. He stares at you. Stare back at him. Then we will be on our way. As you should. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna just slowly start flying towards him on. The dragon uh, makes its way, like walking slowly. Once again, crunching the fence, walking over towards the water of the lake. And even so far as to like walk in uh, with its like kind of uh, front legs just a little bit. And then brings uh, its wings back and sort of like stands up um, on its hind legs and then kicks off with its hind legs and starts to uh, kind of take height into the sky or take elevation into the sky with every loud, um, thunderous sort of flap of its wings. Anything that you guys do or say or would have done or said uh, leading up to this point or before it leaves? No. I just leave out of the like, ah, psh, we would have had him. And just slowly come down. Land on my feet. Just turn around and just give a solid glare to Amon. What? <sighs> it flies away and the gusts from its wings make little tiny sort of white cap crests that uh, that splash against the shore near uh, Ilfarin. Something tells me that's not the last we're going to be seeing of that one. No, it's not. The fact that he spared us... The fact that he spared us is ridiculous. Yeah, I don't really understand. Uh, we are going to have to use magic again. It's the need. It is how we survive. He's going to come he, again. I'm aware. He hears you, comes back, and kills you. He dabs on Come you. at us. Red chip. Red chip. Oh, red chip. Okay, well. <laughs> 26 perception, I guess. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. Let's go gather your sister in Ulfarn and let's be off. You know? I really think we could have killed that dragon. He says he wanders towards the house. 
I think if we had a full night's rest, perhaps we had a chance. I need like uh, 30 minutes, some wine, push all the grapes. I'll be alright. Olinda, come. It's time to leave. Probably. Is it gone? It's gone. I have not felt my heart beat so hard since I have gone to the Raven Court the first time. She comes staggering out of the uh, the doorway of the cabin, like looking up into the sky all around her as she does. Be used to that feeling, Olinda, because if you're going to be with us from now on, it's going to happen a lot. Yeah, honestly, Olinda, it could have been the first great opportunity to see all of you, uh, all that you have learned from this Raven Court. I haven't really been able I... to see you uh, reach your full potential. I am not much of a martial fighter, and I was instructed not to use magic. Oh, no, no, no. Definitely use magic if we're fighting something like that. Uh, most certainly. Um, we would just draw more to the area, would we not? It's, I, it's as if you don't learn from mistakes. It really no, is. No, I, I think they were already drawn at that point. It's just that they were scared of that thing. And if we killed that thing, uh, I don't know if they would be too interested in in fighting us at that time. It said, right, that they were not coming because he was here. Yes, they obviously feel it. Tiny things. There's obviously something bigger than him, isn't there? There always is. Yeah. First, it was the little rain things. Then it was the thing with the arrow. And it's a dragon. What next? The I'm mountain sure lord. Yeah, the mountain lord is apparently quite the foe. Um, Brilliant. But... We'll we'll just keep casting spells until he turns up. Well, I don't know if he's going to leave his mountain, but uh, I mean, well, I don't see what other options we have. Uh, we have two, three spellcasters with us. Uh, we don't cast spells. It's it, from 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 now on. I, I unless we're literally dying. Uh, a Betelfan, don't you know that magic solves everything? Yeah, magic does solve everything. Yes. That is that is so. Yeah, how many issues does it cause here? Not many. Uh, everything. Everything. She, she chuckles nervously. Uh, you shouldn't just blame everything on magic, you know. Out of curiosity, um, Olinda, if we were to hypothetically, let's say, send you back home, would you be able to find a way to get us back? Or, are you, or do you know anyone capable enough of shifting planes? If you were to send me back home, how would you do this? I would banish you. Banish me? This is not your native plane. You would return home. You are right. I'm sure that someone from the Raven Court would know what to do. Perhaps Vova is experienced in this. I have not spoken to him at length about the topic. Ah, yes. Let us involve the Raven Court of all people. Uh, magic solves all issues, so why don't we just go to the Raven Court? <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. I, I, you heard the dragon. He, he said that. It's the, our best option is the Sealy Court, but we don't even know where they are. I don't even know what Sealy means. Sealy is... <laughs> they are two... There are two courts. The Sealy and the Unsealy. Not that they're creative names, if I say so. You're right, I didn't make them, but that's what they are named. And it's usually, like, the fake creatures, the ones, the, the fairies that are surrounding your Order of the Hearth, they are part of the Unsealy Court. And the people that we met in that Jisabel, the changeling, she's a part of the Sealy Court. It's like a good versus evil type thing, you know? Ah, uh, changelings. 
Right, well, they're not all changelings, clearly. The f huge dragon flew away. Was he part of the Sealy Court? I don't I don't think he... I think he was a large enough foe to be his own creature, his own domain. Well, so are we. I'm sure there are plenty of them here. Sure. All of the information that we got was not her in the direction that we're going. I this understand. is the, the only thing that we know is up here is the Mountain Lord. Um, which direction was the Sealy Court again? He racks his brain. We don't know. Uh, did they not mention it when they pointed it? It's like, oh, the Mountain Lord is this way. No, no, nobody said the Mountain Lord is this way. We, no, we I found the Mountain Lord actually. was up here from the general. I thought, no, I'm pretty sure. No, no, no. When we what was said, what was said is that the Lady of the Swans was south. Yes, the Oak Lord was to the southeast. Um, the Everflowers and the Orchid patrol the woods, um, but that was like 25 miles from camp. Um, let's see. Uh, he was so then, far dabbing on him. And then uh, there were other ones. Uh, there were there were mist giants in the east, uh, like 20 miles away. Um, but no mention of the Sealy Court or Unsealy Court or Mountain Well, the, the Lady of the Woods sounds like a queen. I do to me. believe. I do believe that Amon was able to see the mountains from the treetop, or Rylon was yes. one of the. Yeah, other. I could. Yeah. yeah. But if we were to go to the Lady of the Swans, you 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 understand that we are we are like days and days north, and we don't she's have time for this. south. We, we would have to pass through the encampment again. Right. Um, I think, we would, I think we our best bet is with the Mountain Lord. Yes. We just continue north. That's it, Look, this is the plan, okay? We continue north, and uh, we don't cast spells. Um, okay, but uh, I cannot guarantee I can do all the li uh, heavy lifting around here. Uh, One would... Uh, just saying, you, his finger gun. You, you, you guys don't do very much without spells. Uh, you yes, can fight but, well. But, but how about this? How about this? And I understand that your your brain is not wired this way, but maybe we avoid combat. Hmm. Maybe we just don't get into a fight, right? So that might be very hard in the Fey. That's yes, difficult for but... you since you'll run into everything that comes. But just hold yourself, you know. Well, it seems to me that uh, the things that killed Sagdas showed up and they attacked, and the dragons showed up and saw us. And... It's because we kept casting spells. Yes. Sagdas died because we fought the Rainmen. We yes. casted spells. Well, the Rainmen showed up. I mean, the exactly. Rainmen showed up out of the blue, but we could have been in the house by then, right? It was a chain of mistakes. But well, what if the rain man could attack the house? Like, this is what I'm saying, is that uh, uh, there are many things we don't know, and uh, avoiding fights might not always be possible, and we can't just restrict possible, ourselves. Then we'll just have to uh, deal with it to the best of our ability. You can yes, but the heavy then we can avoid them. Yes. We just stay low. If uh, we have to travel a little bit slower to do so, then we travel a little bit slower. Iman, you are the stealthy Good. one. You probably should lead. Uh, sure, but I'm not very good at uh, direction. I'm not the uh, one with it. We're walking towards the large mountains, as you yes. said. Okay, uh, I will do my very best. Um, can we... Uh, can we take another 30 minutes in this nice cabin here? You want, you want 30 minutes now? Uh, it'd be nice. Just, just in case something else pops 30 out. 30 minutes. Rylan plops down on the box. Alright, <sighs> sure, take, take, your, take your 30. Or an hour, or whatever. Um, yes, just, okay, whatever, whatever. Short rest. Going inside. Linda comes over and plops down next to Rylon. 
Do you have Benish already at your disposal? That is correct. Technically, I could banish two people if I'd want. Sounds like an excellent recalcation inside. Way to have the dragon come back and murder just two of us. Well, is the is the one <coughs> saving grace, right? It seemed that the dragon appeared where Sogdus is was, right? Right. Right. So it can't sense magic as it moves. It senses where it was, where it was cast. Well, the dragon is not that far away right now. Well, so. it's, it's not that far away, of course, yes. But if we waited 30 minutes to an hour, you know, and then we were to cast something, and then we were to move quickly, um, we might be able to... Uh, it's still a risk. Not really a risk I'd like to take. You know, we're not... Rylan, you might actually be familiar with the weave. The weave? Uh, with the Cabal's lore keeper kind of background that you have. Okay. Um, if you would like to, to, to play chance, of course. and to see if you can get some more knowledge, um, you're welcome to make a, uh, I think it would be an Arcana roll. Okay. What's the lore keeper? With your Cabal's lore keeper. Sick. Yeah. Got ten. Ooh. Terrible. Two on the detail. Maybe you skipped over that chapter. Yeah, the Feywild is not my favorite. I'm very lazy, as you can see. Rylan just kind of just like with his knuckles just tapping his forehead just trying to like think of something anything like anything yeah he like gets introspective like gets deep in his thoughts his mind goes to a blank place where it's just pitch black and from out of the darkness you see forming the hamster on the wheel <laughs> just kind of stops and just the wheel comes to a halt well, I'm out of ideas. What what business did you... Why do you care so much, Olinda? <laughs> do you like my plan? I do a little bit, admittedly. But I would hate to see you get killed because of it. Sweet. If you're, if you're not made for this, I could send you home. I am... If you're scared, it's fine. I get it. I, I'm not scared. I just... I am not a martial fighter. I'm a mage. And I have been a mage since I was young. As am I. He would stand there. And the Raven Court is not full of evil people like Amon thinks. There are plenty of good folk there. Take, for instance, myself and Vova and Matisse. She trained there? Is she an evil person, you think? Matisse has a lot of, a lot of history. She does. I learned quite a bit about her when we studied together. I worry for her emotional well-being. I do as well. But she has come quite a way training at, the, training at the Raven Court. That is what worries me. She is a very capable mage now. Her, myself, Vova, we came out to the valley to watch it. We would not have been sent if we were not capable. It is fair. But... Understandably that I myself am also a spellcaster with no martial prowess. Do you, do you have your sword still? Or no, you get rid of that? I, got rid of I believe you got rid of that a long time ago. Yeah. But I do have this nice new shield, though. The Order of the Hearth mm -hmm. on it. Yeah. Curiosity. Um, I, like, inspect it and see if it has magical properties. Because I know it's supposed to, you know, do the counterspell thing. But, like, I don't know if it's, like, just a key to that door or it has, like, an innate spell on it. Is it still magical? Um, 
Ilfarn, didn't you inspect it at some point? If you didn't, then I, did. I can... Yes, I did. Okay. Do you remember? Um, I don't know if I noted it down. I know it was inscribed with, like, one or two words. Yeah, um, runes. And one of them was counter, I believe. Yeah. Um, to, to get through the the gate. But I don't think there was anything else. Or it might, it yeah, might have been, so... like, a plus one or something. I can't remember. Yeah, it is a plus one, for sure. It was a plus one shield with uh, the rune counter, which was meant to um, kind of ward off uh, within an area of effect the uh, the runes that were like on the walls of of um, this surrounding the manor. Dude, what if the shield is like a beholder eye and just negates magic? Just negates magic. Yeah. Broken. I thought about it. <laughs> I did. They're they're. It wouldn't be the first time I introduced a, an item like that into one of my campaigns. Jeez. They're double-edged swords, truly. Truly. Well, Olinda, do you want to go back or what? Are you going to see this thing through? Well, I'm not sure yet. I received a message earlier. That's why I was in the cabin listening to the candle. It was from Matisse saying that I should come back to the valley. But if I go back, I would want to look for a way to get all of you back home. So I'm not sure what I would do. I'm torn. Well, I'll cast no judgment whatever decision you choose. I will. I have two sets of allies that need me or require my assistance. Uh, he kind of does the shaky hand with the allies. You are my ally, are you not, Relon? That is yet to be determined. You're still kind of, you know, doing the whole devil speak. Relon, we are allies, I am sure of it. Alright, as long as you say so. Are you worried of Zurok? I worry of a lot of things. Are you worried of Zurok? I don't even know who Zurok is. Ifarn, he tells me he met you. Oh, yes. I, yes, I mentioned that. You did, but I've never met him myself. No, no, you never met him. No, he was, he was, he was, he was cool. If you would like, Rylon, to put your mind at ease, we can wait until night time. I mean, not right here, wait, but we can hold off on casting Banish until night time. I will light the candle. And you may speak to Zurok yourself. To I will do no it. such sacrilege. Uh, I, I will never be seen consorting with a devil. It's not really as um, evil as you kind of imagine it is in your head. Oh, it, I, th oh, I thought it was much more evil. That's easy to say for someone who does not believe in anything. Uh, I, I believe in some things. You believe in knowledge. True. <laughs> Stop talking so I can get a little bit of rest, please. It's not like you're sleeping in there. I'm trying to for at least like an hour. Drown yourself in some wine, Imon. Ah, uh, I bet I could. But do you step really one would be to drunk? close the door, you pig. Were you <laughs> raised in a in a horse barn. <laughs> at least I could do things without magic. Spits on the ground, rolls over. She, she oh, looks between yeah. Rylan and Elfar and shrugs like, okay, kind of fair there. I can do things without magic. I open the door again. <laughs> Oh, for fuck's sakes. I need to get these. I take the potions. He pulls the blanket over his head. 
I will grab the three potions and carry them outside. Okay. Uh, I believe I... You have, yes. Okay, yeah, I did post them yeah. in here. Are they labeled? Or are they like different uh, colors? No, she identified them, I think. Yeah, oh, okay. I, she identified them, I believe. Okay. And she, But she did point to which one was which. Yes. Yeah, she did. Okay. But they're, they're like different. They look visibly different, right? Yeah, and it's okay. still kind of like fresh in your head, probably. Okay. Gotcha, um, gotcha, gotcha. What she said, because it was just a couple minutes ago, I see Lee. I have knocked the door shut on my way out. Okay. Um, I'm not really sure who should, uh, should have these. I would say split them between the three of you if I'm going to leave tonight anyways. Hmm. Ah, uh, let's see. They are plant speak, strength, and psychometry. I would say strength for Imon, right? That makes sense to me. Well, Imon's power comes sense. from his speed. Do you want to, you know, maybe you should give it to someone who might need it, like me or Linda, who can't, you know, use our magic. Hmm. At least we could punch or lift a sword or something. True. I mean, I... Yeah. Okay, sure. You can have this. I'll you, you, you yourself can have proficient with your sword without magic, so yes, we are yes, we are the outliers here. Yes, it is a very nimble weapon that you wield. Good point. See, I was only thinking give this to Emon because he's uh, he's too dumb to understand the other two. Well, maybe you just hold on to them. We don't need to split them up if we don't need to. Yes, but you know what it's like. He's going to say, <laughs> why, did I not, why did I not get one? You'll not talk bad behind the mom's back. He's sleeping right over there. But he is oh, such a little sleep. brat sometimes. He is. I have to agree with Linda. Well, agree to disagree. He's always been a brat, ever since we were kids. Yeah. He's the only one I know that has pride enough to at least go this far to reclaim a home, a memory. Yes, well, there is a, you know, a fine line between pride and stupidity and bravery and all that. Well, of course, it is subjective. Ilfan, um, do you plan on reclaiming or going to lengths to gain back the Ulmias Gate? Uh, I intend to go there Actually, after this. yes, we are. Yes, I mean, ideally, I would have just gone there, but uh, now we're here, dealing with oh. this Bonasau stuff. I was going to use that as a way to toss more shade on Emon, but never mind. No, Alinda, uh, there's some very much dangerous things happening there as we're speaking. I believe the the spirits of the undeath in the uh, the uh, ethereal plane are going to make their way to the material plane. And how exactly would they do that? Look towards Elfaran. How exactly uh, would they do that? I don't really know. <laughs> Apparently, there's a gate or something there. Look, uh, one. I, okay, I've thought about this, right? And I don't have the answers. I'm just speculating. Um, but one would assume, if um, if the intention of the whole thing was to open a portal, you know, a two-way portal, and uh, and the whole of the college kind of came into that. I came out of it. And I'm, I'm sure others came out of it. They, they must have. So it, it has to be two-way uh, somehow. And maybe it's two-way in a not-so-good way, you know? Maybe it's two-way in a uh, people from the ethereal going into the material kind of thing. Like everybody who's ever died or something. And 
if they come to the material plane, what do you think would happen? Would they just be spirits everywhere, or would they possess people, or probably everything you can imagine happening? Maybe take control of dead bodies, and she like kind of does like some I, uh, sort of like claws with her. I, hands. I really like don't know. I, I could. I don't know that if if everything is kind of together, you know, like your body and everything in it, and maybe you could just come back and you're physical, or maybe you. I, I don't know. It's it's a, it's an awful. It's well above my. Uh, my level of expertise. Have the two of you lost anyone that you think would be in the ethereal plane? Alan would kind of itch his, uh, his beard knowing that no one he knows is alive uh, in this time. Uh, no. Maybe, but, you know, kind of like aunts and uncles. And... Wait. I guess Gabriel, unless he's I don't know about his soul if it was trapped in the blade of the withered warrior. That I am unaware, but he's the only man I know who has fallen who would be in the ethereal mm. plane. Hmm. Uh, maybe your old friend would as well. I, I can't remember his name. Halifax? Uh, yes, Halifax. Okay. No, Halifax has been was brought to the to the Aether. Yes, but maybe he died there and then he went in the... I don't know. I don't know how all of this is interlinked. I wonder if the gods go there when they are dead. Just ah. like mortal men. Dogs, cats, I'm sure do. Maybe. I just, I really can't, I don't know what would happen. Well, to be honest with you, my, we will, my soul will go back to the celestial and plane. And do what, though, when you think of it? I mean, essentially stand around there. Like I'm I doing with you. Like this. Celestials go to the celestial plane. And fiends go to whatever abyssal plane they are from. But if you are dead, is your spirit not the same as anyone else? Would it perhaps go to the ethereal plane because you are no longer living? Uh, perhaps something we don't need to discuss or think about right now, but I thought that I had it at one point. No, I mean, I would uh, like to uh, sit down for a, for a few years or a decade or so and, and really pay attention to this, but I uh, don't really have the time. Right. Hearing you say Neither that, like looking at your token, staring at Alinda from the side view with like the mask and like the pointy ears <laughs> and green eyes, and it's just kind of goofy. It's funny. Has it been 30 minutes yet? Ah, uh, well, he said 30 minutes. He said 30 minutes first, and then he said an hour, so who knows? Emon is such a. What is the world? High maintenance. Always getting sick. Never eating. Always needing rest. Mm. Iman now, also has very good ears. And could fight. kick your ass. You're in the fae. I would cast a spell on you. Yeah, and then you'd get us both killed. At least I wouldn't have to hear your whining. 30 more minutes, please. Yeah. Rylan just lets out a large sigh. I am so over all Beskons. <laughs> I wonder how the others are doing in fellow art. Oh, I'm assuming they are doing just fine. They've got themselves a pretty penny. They've got the best uh, militia in, in all of fellow art. Faith at their side. Not too worried about them. It's an hour I need, by the way. Probably. Mm -hmm. To be clear. We all sit here for an hour. At 30 minutes pass, and he goes... Mm -hmm. Alright, cool. So, we get a short rest? Sure. Sick. 
Uh, I will arcane recovery during that short rest. Okay. Well, is that a tail spire, right? Uh -huh. We don't need it anymore. Yeah, probably not. Alright. I'm ready to fight the dragon. Uh, Good. I guess uh, Rylon, banish me, and the dragon will come back, I am sure. Not banishing you anytime soon. Correct. It will wait until tonight. Why are you so scared of fighting him? I am not scared of fighting him. Yeah, it seems like you are kind of scared. My heart was beating quickly. I was nervous. I was sounds trapped like in a building fear. like a rat. Well, this all sounds like fear to me. I think it was rational fear, don't you? He shrugs. No? Rylan, did you want to fight the dragon? Of course not, but I was well prepared to do so. Ifran, how about you? Uh, no, not at all. So it sounds like Emon is the only one that wants to fight it. Uh, Rylan stood out at the house, flew up in the air, and faced the dragon head to head. I don't think that shows any bit of fear. I think the only ones who were scared of the dragon were Elthar and, and you. She scratches I, the uh, jawline of her chin. I, I think this is another one of those fine line things between, like, fear and stupidity. And A lot that. of things seem to be lines between stupidity for you, Elthar, and perhaps yes. some bravery would be good sometimes. Perhaps getting further towards the line of bravery would be good for you. I think I am solidly rusted on one side. Perhaps that being is, less uh, stupid would suit you well. I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. Well, Herlinda, remember that I'll always be better at fighting than you will be. That is true. Of that, I concede. Can we uh, move? Yes. Sure. Mountains are, and he looks around for a second, uh, is this way. Yeah, he starts wandering off into the woods. Good. Sounds good. Ryan would follow. You guys, in that direction, pass by the corpses of Vigo and Shafa and... Nope. Vigo and Shafa was turned to ash. Oh, true. You're right. Yeah. You sent him off. Um, then uh, Sogdus. Sogdus is also actually in the water, wasn't he? Didn't oh Nezzy my god, yeah, you levitated him. Yeah. 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 Oh my god, I completely forgot about that part. Like, the Vagon Chopper part I remembered, but holy shit, I completely forgot about that part. <laughs> Sent him off well. So goofy. Okay, well then you guys pass by where they were. How far do you think it would be to the mountains for you guys, since I will not be with you? Um, a very long time. Probably the same amount of time. It's going to be a while. What, a matter of... Days, weeks, months. Uh, estimating at a speed slightly slower than what we've been traveling at thus far, uh, to the mountains would be how long? Uh, by three days or less. Three days or less. So probably about three days to reach the base of the mountains, then in a innumerable amount of time to find something that works for the mountain lord and convince him to show us a path to the proper areas and climb the mountain or go inside the mountain or under the mountain or whatever. So we don't have a lot of information here. So was it not decided though that you would go to the city court? We don't know where that is. Ah. That's true. I mean, we could cast a spell and, you know, Something probably knows where it is, but everyone's scared. She nods a couple times. Come on, 
as we were just speaking about, sometimes it's good to exercise a healthy amount of fear. And you <laughs> are prideful, of course, and don't want to admit that you are scared of some things. And that's okay. I know there is one thing Amon is scared of. What is that? He water? His eyebrows. He's scared of water. Oh, very clever. Haha. <laughs> Not scared of water, I just would avoid it if possible, because can't I cannot swim. swim. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't mean I'm scared of it. it so just... if you were to drown, hypothetically, would you not feel fear? Hey, listen, remember who ran across the water to pull um, someone out of the water to save right. him? Okay. That's fine. Listen, we all have our strengths and we all have our weaknesses. That's all Olinda is saying. Since some of us have more than others. I would have to agree with you. Staring at him. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't get it. Anyways. But we do now have to be on our guard, because now that we are in the open and we do not have the comfort of a large mist giant, um, and we cannot use Ilfarin's bubble... And we can't fight anything... But, if you think about it, I actually, that crossed my mind. Could you not use Elfarn's bubble because it would keep you safe for at least until the bubble goes away? So yes. it's And what if an intelligent being was like, Oh, I hate magic and then sat outside the bubble and waited to ambush us uh, once it ended? It gives you plenty of time, like eight hours to think of a way to counter that or maybe a plan to formulate? It seems like casting the bubble might be the best option. Or just hide in a tree. Uh, I don't know. I, I think things could just wait outside for us. Uh, it was like what I was talking about before with the whole, um, it's where you cast it, you know? Like, you could cast something and then move, and things would be drawn back to where you were. But we so wouldn't I, be moving. I refuse, refuse to believe that there are not many spellcasters here. So, there are there likely must be plenty of them, and they just refuse to cast spells unless absolutely necessary. Yeah, Amon, most fake creatures are very much magically inclined. Then how would they learn how to cast spells? What? If what? they cannot practice the spells that they cast, and they only cast it in life, they are innately born with these abilities. And the ones capable enough to wield these spells proficiently, I'm sure, are more than capable of defending themselves. So and are we. That is the point I am making. And if what I heard back at the camp made sense, then there are many of them that do not use spells, that are just um, martially focused like Orchid and the Everflowers. Exactly. Oh yes, I should be very scared of something called the Everflower. Terrifying. It does not need to be a scary name to be a deadly bitch. Blah. <laughs> Spits on the ground again and rolls his eyes. For example, yeah. my name is Alinda. You're still kind of a bitch. And you're not very scary. But I'm very deadly. Eh, it gives her the shaky hand. Yet to you be just, determined. You just have not seen it. Sure, sure, sure. If I haven't seen it, uh, does it really exist? Is a bear shit in the woods? If a tree falls down in the forest and no one's around to hear it, does it still make a sound? I am... It is a daily thought that I have almost how much I want to murder my brother. Give it a try. You have multiple brothers, be careful. That's right. <laughs> Might have to red chip you. I like Wilfred the most. He's pretty nice. Wilfred was kind of a dick. 
Now, if we talk about Fremont, now that is a man who offers hosp you know, hospitality. Fremont is a good one. He we, is created, a we created a teleportation circle in his bedroom. So I heard. He should respect Fremont the most. At least he's stuck to our family's values all this time. Unlike some of us. I just do not see the point in obsessing over it so much. But... I so, why well, care about your home and your family when you could run off to learn magic and influence the world and the other other? Ultimately, Ilfarn, I mean, Emon, I have not been hindering you, have I? No, but you haven't been particularly helpful thus far either. I appreciate that you are here, but I'm sure that there are things you could do or say that would be likely more helpful, but... You likely have somewhat of your own agenda in all of this. Um, my agenda is that I responded to my brother's plead for help and returned back to my hometown. Is that not enough mm -hmm. for you? Mm -hmm. I still think there is more to you than you are saying. I don't think that you've been an open book about what you've been doing and what you eventually want. Do but you maybe you have. Maybe I'm wrong. For me then? No, no, nothing is that really matters as long as you're willing to help with what I'm doing now. Um, I'm sure anything in the future will reveal itself in time. Emon, if I'm helping you now, would you help me at some point? Or is it just okay. selfishness? It depends if you actually help and uh, we complete what we need to do. I would certainly help out my family member for whatever reason. As family should be above all else. I can tell you now with confidence that I would be there to help you at Ulmir's Gate, Ilfarin, and Rylon, should you want to go, because you are my allies. Mm. And uh, the same to you, Olinda, with uh, whatever you end up doing. Thank you, Ilfarin. That sounds like a dangerous agreement for you. It is not it's, like I am some devil that makes contracts. Well, it's, it's, really it's dangerous. It's dangerous. That's, that's just... Uh, do we not do things that are dangerous? Are you shying away from danger suddenly, Amon? No, I'm not shying away from danger. I am just being cautious about what my sister and uh, her friends at the Raven Court might have decided in the many years since we've last... There's nothing to worry about, nothing together. that you can't handle, right? Mm -hmm. That is true, I would cut wizards down in the prime. Well, then we are fine. Yes. Strange time to be cautious. Here, but with your family, but not with anything else. Well, like I said, family above all. Well then, when Olinda requires some help, we'll be there. Thank you. It's written on your crest right there. <laughs> I scratch right. your back, you scratch mine. <laughs> <laughs> Best gone family saying. It's their mantra. Magic yeah. solves all. <laughs> we are resulting in seeking allies in the Feywild and from all planes of existence. Rollin would be eating his ration. Mm -hmm. I guess I can throw down my ego for a moment and I will speak to your devil. I'm sure that Zorak would appreciate that. He loves to conversate. There is not more. The, the fine line between fiends and celestials are, I believe, coming to a, a 
are very much a stagger, if not a halt. I'm sure that he would agree with this. And to be fair, I could totally see a Celestial doing just as many bad things that a Fiend would do, not that I know much about either. We saw a bunch of those that did exactly that, Amon. Oh, were those... those? I, shrugs? I, I don't know. All those creatures that we fought in the church. Oh. I thought they were, like, uh, cursed or something. Well, they were, because they renounced their faith. Oh. Some of them, So, anyways. that's what happens when you renounce your faith? Your god strikes you down and turns you into some sort of monster? Not always, but it is possible. Wow, actually, what a wonderful uh, thing. Not... For Rylan, you would know this. I only say this over to you because you would know this. That, um, it wasn't that their seraph like, struck them down or anything like that. They were kind of like hiding from their seraph and with the gifts of um, of Malakir. Yeah. They are just um, victims of, of greed. Sought power where they shouldn't have, so they were cursed for it. I see. But not by the powers of of the Celestials, but by the fiends. Sure, sure. Anywho. The world would be better without either. Anywho. I feel like we are entering an era of man. There will be no more gods or faith-like figures. Good. It's about time. Well, I say um, so. I admire your patience with my brother when he says these things. Well, that man has been beside me during the most dangerous times in my life. He's protected not only my back, but those I hold dear. What can I do but be patient for him? He has been patient with me. God, have I been patient with you with all the drawing on about Solima. Ugh. So tired of gods. And I've never shame. knocked on your door and demanded you follow my faith. No, of course not. That would not go well for either of us in that conversation. I appreciate that, but it uh, does get old hearing about Solima all the time. Well. But it is I'm patient with you. I know, I understand. Exactly. And it's called I, being a friend. Yes, and sometimes you have to look past your friend's inaptitudes. So hopefully, Olinda, you don't consider your brother an ally. You consider him more an actual brother. Then you're willing to put up with his nonsense. I know that it may come off like I do not care about him very much, but he is my brother, and I support him in what he does. That's why I'm here, after all. Good, I must ask then why you don't support our sister and uh, our other brother when they are clearly being taken in by someone who is clearly evil and doing nefarious things with our family and our family home. Why didn't you interact or step in any time before this? Why did it take me writing a personalized call for help for you, nearly begging for your assistance? As you say, you are an accomplished mage. You could have stopped this in its tracks a long time ago, far prior to me finding out about it. Ilfan, she likes it all fine. <laughs> yes, do, Solina. Do you feel that my brother and sister and mother were in danger while they were enjoying the comfort of the Duke's home and his food and his um, wealth? Uh, I don't think they were in immediate danger, no. Do you think that it was something that needed to be stopped urgently? Um, urgently, considering the ease at which they actually were extracted from there and... Uh, well, uh, 
your sister, at least. Uh, I would say no. Well, I wouldn't say it was easy. I mean, do you think I that past hundreds of guards? Do you think that if they were not taken out of there and the duke was not upset, that they would still be safe there? Um, there is a worst case scenario in the way I view it, where they could become something of a hostage. Um, but uh, I don't know the duke well enough to say either way whether that would be a, an actual. Uh, possibility or whether it would be something he would even do or what his intentions are or anything. Linda, do you think that uh, the family could have said uh, we would like to leave and go back to our home? Do you think the Duke would have let them do that? Do you think that uh, any of that would have been okay? They've been hostages whether they know it or not. Rylan, do you remember my messages to you from the Ravencourt Sanctuary? Vaguely, yes. So you remember then that I was at the Ravencourt Sanctuary until recently? Correct. Just as Amon was away from home doing whatever he was doing for the family estate? Neither of us were home to see what was happening to the family? The Mage, you could have checked in. No, you didn't you say you've checked in multiple you. times and you have contact with the Duke? Yes. I did, through the rock, but... I did not find it a threat or danger. Well, were you looking hard enough, or did you just not care? I do care. It's my family. And may maybe perhaps I was not looking hard enough, but I do not feel that they were in any immediate, immediate threat that needed to be solved. Sure. He's just essentially marrying into our family and, you know, keeping our two uh, women hostage and training the other one and indoctrinating him into a order that is invading the Fae. I, you know, hey, nothing dangerous at all, right? <laughs> Fucking fine. I mean, your, your sister was, was like, uh, kind of in a relationship with one of them, right? That that was willing. Yes, I'm aware. I, I suppose that since he was a child and was being raised in that household, essentially by Zaduk, then I am not surprised that she was in a consensual relationship with someone who lives in her household. You just would have thought that if she was in some sort of duress... She is not aware that she is a hostage. She is ignorant. She is dumb. And she is young. This is radical she has no powers thinking, of her own. How is this radical thinking? Because, like you said, she is, she is not aware of this. She that can't fault her for it. No, I do not. I do not fault her for this. I fault my sister, who is highly intelligent and a, an accomplished mage. I am um, complimented. Uh, anyway, a highly accomplished, intelligent mage who could have checked in on this at any time. Unlike myself, I am not a mage. When I was doing what needed to be done for our family, I had no way of coming back quickly or looking at our home or contacting anyone from our home outside of sending a messenger on a fucking horse. So, yes, I do harbor some resentment towards my sister. Well, you shouldn't resent her for her power. Do I don't you... resent her for her power. I resent her for not using it in the ways that we are taught. And we have been taught our entire lives. Did you send a messenger on a horse? Did I send a messenger on a horse? Uh, outside of updates, very, very rarely uh, that I was still alive, no. I did not. Uh, the timing wouldn't be very useful, and my travels back would take far too long. Well, you you sent somebody else, right? Hmm? 
you send somebody else when you deliver a message. You don't have to do it yourself. I cannot do it myself. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's why you, you pay somebody yes. to deliver a message. Yes. And through these updates to the Duke, you could not have sent another message? I, I, You confuse me. I, I had no knowledge or uh, inkling to what was happening at my home, uh, my entire you, travels. So how could Olinda have known? Because she could have simply cast a spell and seen our home. But you she also could have, have asked via a message, right? How would I know to ask? Hello. Um, well, how would she know to cast a spell? Well, you would think if she casted a spell at one point, uh, seeing that it would take her nothing to look into a bowl of water or whatever and say, oh, look, there is my sister marrying the duke or my mother marrying the duke or whatever. uh, I I think there are some double standards at play here. I was doing what was best for the family at the time. Best for the family or best for you? Best for the entire family. I was doing what I was taught, what I was trained to do. Ulinda was off learning magic at some tower in the sea for people who are likely very insidious. And while I don't fault her for learning, I feel as though she should have come home much sooner than she did, or at least showed some semblance of want to uh, understand what was going on. Maybe assist me, seeing that I spent nearly 10 years in my mission, perhaps it wouldn't have taken so long if I could teleport or or use magic to solve all of my problems. An accomplished mage would have been very helpful in many of my travels. Well, why not just find one? Pay one. I don't have that kind of money. I didn't have it then, and I still don't have it now. What? I suppose I have it now, but that is more of a, requ- a recent acquisition. Well, then when we go back, you pay a mage and go there and destroy your duke, and then we can move on. We are talking about the past, not the present. Okay, speaking of the past, what is the point of talking about any of this? True say. It's done, right? It's it's done. And now we're all together, and we're we're all in the same situation, and uh, we're all helping you here, right? Yes, this much I understand. Then perhaps we should just focus on that. The the present. I am focused on it as I am ever going to be while sitting here walking through a forest. There's not much on my mind. I was being honest. At the end of the day, we can argue back and forth about what Olinda should have done or who could have done what, but it's not going to, like Alphonis says, it's just not going to change anything at this point. You have her aid now. So that should be more than enough. Because you can just just as much blame your brothers for the same, because they have faulted into the same system. Oh, I do. I do hold resentment for all of my brothers. Right, but you're only allowing your sister to take the brunt of your anger. My sister is here. Well, we've been with Fremont for multiple days. It's hard to be angry at Fremont. Okay. He's simple. He's Fremont a simple is- man. Brighter than you might think I'm not saying that he is stupid, but he is a simple man. He enjoys the things he does. He does not fight. He does not explore into the same depths that we do of the world. He takes care of his horses, and he does it very well. But it's hard to be angry at him for not 
overthrowing the Duke or contacting me because he lives a simple life and I cannot fault him for that. Sometimes I wish my life was a little bit more simple. And wouldn't you, but if you're saying a simple life couldn't even carry out that mission, then how could a one that's complicated as either one of yours handle that? Just because Olinda was a capable magic user doesn't mean she was safe. You know about the Raven Court. There's a curse that is bestowed upon those people. She could have had her head blown off. What do she you accepted that when she went to them. She did. Um, didn't you say that she was like took, taken there? She had to leave. It right. doesn't mean she had to go there. Not from her own choice. She was thrown into a you know situation harsher than you. At least you got to live your life. She was forced to be a wizard. Well, in the end, I think one of us was forced to be something much worse than a wizard. Mm. Suppose. What would what would that be? Um, he looks at you and like he'd kind of like he wouldn't fully transform, but I, I'd assume at this point I have some level of control over it, and he'd generally like shift his bones a little bit underneath his skin, like seeing the skin crawl a little bit. Mm. See, I thought you were talking about that, but do you remember when we had that cure all, all prepared? And there was another who needed it, other than myself. You could have used it. I could have, but instead I helped another. Someone who couldn't control it like I can. Someone who might have hurt other people or herself. A civilian. Mm -hmm. Tell me, have you ever seen me lost control? Ah, uh, I had never seen her. Actually, wait, she transformed that one time, but I think she was in control, wasn't she? I Ooh. think she was not. She the was woman. being attacked. Well, she was going to get murdered by Loden. Mm. Ugh, Loden. She spits again. <laughs> Rylan also spits on the ground. <laughs> Hate that guy. I hope he's dead. Probably. Honestly, with that sort of attitude, I can't see how you'd survive very long. I'm just saying, I was uh, relatively sure that the time between getting that cure and meeting that woman was, was at least a little bit. Yeah, you could have used it immediately, but opted not to. If you had the cure here with you, Amon, would you? No. There you go. Well. If you had the cure for your magic, would you? <laughs> I don't think that's the same thing. Amon, I'm not negatively afflicted by my magic. It actually helps me in many ways. And so does this. Without so, it, I am not very much. So what are you complaining about? The point of the matter is that this only became a gift, not a curse, recently. Because I have been able to actually put it to good use. For many years, it controlled me more than I controlled it. I would wake up, sweat, fear not knowing what was happening to my own body. Only through much time have I gotten used to it. Have I been able to control it to an extent? And now, it is going to help me reclaim our home. And, at that point, yes, I will get rid of it, as uh, only a human Beskond should uh, exist. It sh should not be a mix of whatever is this. And you, you know, hear that Tilfaran? Clearly he is something far worse than a mage. Mm. So that kind of talk, Emon, is the type of talk our enemies use. Very radical thinking again. Only a human can sit on the on the throne of the Beskons? Why? Many it's of not the about sitting on a throne. 
Most of your allies were not <laughs> human, at the very least. Oh, I understand that. I don't like it very much. Unfortunately, uh, I haven't had very much choice. And none of those allies that I've had uh, have threatened humans. That's fair. I was ready to kill the Lich. I was ready to kill the Druid. We did kill a Lich. Well, exactly. I was ready to do so. Because they threatened humans and humankind. Not going to lie, having a dragon accolade on would be pretty cool. We did kill a Lich. We did kill an Archdemon. We're kind of racking it up right now. Oh yes, and soon a mountain king. Lord. Lord. And maybe, but also maybe a skeleton king. So then also, maybe is, a skeleton king. Is that what you want to do, is kill the mountain lord? No, not particularly. It's more of if it, you know, is deemed necessary, uh, we might have to find a way to do so. He doesn't this, sound very reasonable from what the dragon said. This talk makes me glad that I will not be in this plane. We'll see. So, then, did we decide what we will do about the night's arrangements? In the bubble, outside of the bubble, no bubble no. at all? No, we did not decide. But I personally don't think it's a good idea. I think I think we just camp. And I'm going if to say happens, that something happens. if I'm going to do it to Olinda, if I'm going to banish her, we are going to do it as soon as we begin moving the next day. I'm not going to do it while we are resting, so we are mm -hmm. sitting ducks. Mm -hmm. That's a fair point. We, we do it and we, we run. There's as much distance between ourselves and that point as we can. Alright, well... I'm getting hungry. It must be almost dinner time by now. We've been walking for hours. Uh, you guys have been walking and talking for hours. Pretty much. Uh, I don't have too much. I mean, I've got enough to get us there. I have enough for, for you. I think, uh, Imon, you've got some stuff as well, right? Uh, what? Food? Yes. Uh, yes. I took most of the table. Yes. I'm going to need it. I have no more food. Well, what I have remaining are a jar of raspberry, blackberry, blueberry, and cranberry marmalades. Um, one jar of a bunch of berries. Uh... I assume like four types of berries, um, two sets of meat and cheeses, uh, two bushels of grapes left, five bottles of wine, and four sets of biscuits. I think we're going to be okay. Yes. Yes, and you all ri rolled your eyes at me when I raided the table, but here we are. Yes, well, something, you know, somebody could have noticed something, that was why. I still and rolled my eyes at you. Well, this is a better place than any to set up camp, I believe. Sure. It's all woods. She nods, she looks around. It is all woods. Um, the mist has let up a little bit by now. And um, the rain has, of course, stopped hours and hours ago before you guys even left the cabin. Um, the trees above, what kind of trees are we looking here? Like oak trees, palm trees, like what are they looking like? They're, uh, they're, they're very, the only, the best way for me to describe it is that they're very fey. So rather than your typical trees that you would have in the material plane, these ones are like, the further and further that you've gone uh, towards the mountain and deeper into the woods away from the lake, the stranger they've gotten where they're, they have like gigantic leaves. Like it might be a single tree with, instead of having a billion little leaves, they're like 20 or 30 massive, massive leaves that are just dropping like streams of water constantly. Um, and you might see like uh, some little fey critters 
sitting on top of them like they're so well supported that they use them as like beds um, other it, things are like giant tall mushrooms these branches they're you said they're massive right like how many people do you think could fit on like a branch um i mean the, the branches themselves aren't like gigantic it's really the leaves gotcha so like the stems are maybe as wide as uh somebody's arm you know and the leaf is like the size of somebody uh if if you jimmy were to lay on the ground and like full like star spread draw an outline of yourself like as a as like a circle or a leaf shape and it'd be like that big that's how big the leaves are okay and then like i said these like giant mushrooms which uh you know create basically an umbrella and you have like underneath the mushrooms where those little like fins are there are a bunch of like little uh sort of smaller flying uh fey animals just sort of like using it as a home like crammed up between the fins just like sleeping up there like bats hanging upside down practically are we going to make a fire or what is the plan fire is not magic so i don't see the harm in it gonna be a bit hard to gather anything burnable considering it just poured maybe we look underneath the mushrooms <clears throat> so strange do you think that the the mushroom fins are edible like we could clear them out like giant steak of steaks of mushroom depends on the type of mushroom now anyone know how to check if it's poison uh no let me see. So I have this. Uh, I don't know if this will work, actually. But I, one of my Inquisitor abilities allows me to. Uh, I'm a pathologist, and I can make a medicine check to diagnose or treat a disease. So if someone were to hypothetically eat a, a poison <laughs> and see if it has any kind of poison or disease, I could cure you. Hmm. So who knows? Maybe we take the risk, or maybe you just go on a huge acid trip. Who knows? Down take an acid trip in the fair. Sounds fun. I think then that I will try it if nobody knows. And um uh, well, we wouldn't be able to use magic. Never mind. It, I think we have enough food. Yeah, we just need things to burn, not things to eat. I might take some just for the road though. Maybe at some point I will find a way to test if it's poison and if I can take it back to the material plane with me and eat it as a delicacy. I will be famous. <clears throat> Why do we need a fire if we have ready-made food? Because it's dark and we can't see. Right, but then things can't see us mostly. Perhaps we should just sleep in the tree. I'm sure there are a lot of creatures out here that can, are more than capable of seeing in the dark. Like the creatures I that live in the dark. Yes, I was just about to say the same thing. I am sure fire would attract them, no? Yes, but at least we could see what is attacking us. Then we will be fighting in the dark. Fair enough. Rylan begins looking around for anything that looks burnable slash dry. <laughs> um, there are probably a bunch of larger, like, gigantic dead leaves from falling off these trees. Um... And also, these trees like have mushrooms growing up the sides of them too, and stuff like that, like you know, like the little step mushrooms. Okay, um, so I'll, I'll gather a bunch of mushrooms as like, like the base of the fire, and then I will take uh, the dry leaves and start cutting them up into like a more compound, like kindling. And then uh, 
I think you would want to have it the other way around because the mushrooms probably wouldn't catch fire very easily because they're like living fungus, you know. Fair enough. But, but the dry that. leaves could be good. And uh, like one one giant leaf could pretty much get your fire going. I think, of course. Does anyone have anything to start this fire with? Ah, uh, it's like we are primitives. I swing my backpack around to my front and go through it. Ah, uh, I have a tinderbox. Perfect. Spark that bitch out far in the old-fashioned way. Well, uh, I've never actually had to use it, so... Then hand it over, then. Uh, that works, yes. I sheepishly hand the tinderbox to Rylan. Take it. Start sparking it up. Okay, it catches fire. Rylan hands you back the tinderbox. Alright, well I'm going to sleep now. You'll notice that the light from the fire, rather than being that orange color, is sort of like uh, a flickering between a seafoam green and like a, a ocean blue. This place is trippy. It is, yes. Uh, we'll uh, each take a watch, okay? Sounds good. Uh, any volunteers for the first? I can do so. I did not fight when you were fighting earlier. Okay, I'm sure. not quite as tired, I would imagine. Uh, you do the first. Uh, I'll do the second. Well, shouldn't you do uh, the third so you can just get your full two or four hours? True. I'll do the third. Uh, Rylon, you do the second. All and right. uh, Amon, you can do the fourth. In fact, I could probably do the last two because I'll be awake anyway. There you go. Okay, uh, then. Are you, are you completed with your book? Uh, no, no, I need some more time, so I'll do that, uh... So maybe your mom should take a watch, so at least you have a couple more hours of of doodling. Um... I will take I, uh, last watch, it's fine. Uh, okay, sure, 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 sure. Worst case scenario, you're still awake, so at least there's two instead of one. Ah. Uh, Alright, Rylan would smack his head against a tree and pass out. Okay, and uh, what about Amon and Yifarang? I'm gonna climb up in a tree and pass out. By climb, I mean just run up the side of the tree and find a branch. Mm -hmm. uh, I set up a uh, lightweight tent and I put a bedroll in it. Okay. And then I sleep in that. Okay, then before we get to the rest of the session, we're probably gonna take a five really quick. All right, we're back. Um, fire's just started. It's got the like blue and kind of seafoam green flickering in between those two colors. Maybe a couple pops of like a, a very lavendery purple here and there, I think, would be a cool accent. Um, like snaps from the leaves and, and twigs and stuff like that. And uh, first watch is Olinda. And she is going to light the candle that she always has. And she's like sitting down, like squatting, or probably sitting cross-legged near the fire. And uh, as the candle is lit, the smoke sort of comes up and, and billows a little bit before materializing and densing in some areas to create the, the silhouette, the like skeleton form of Zurak. Um, and he's got like two little horns that come up out of the front of his, uh, um, the front of his forehead, where like, you know, he's a skeleton, but front of his forehead and um, very sharp features like his cheekbones and, and like jawline and teeth are very sort of jagged edges um, and he turns around looks around a little bit steps behind Olinda 
and sits down, uh, like kind of like back to back, leaning against each other, just looking out. Rylan already went to bed, right? Well, yeah, he was like, in the process of like, going to sleep. Once the fire started, he then mm -hmm. lays against a tree. But, uh, yeah. Okay, and you were second watch, right? That's right. Then she'll probably just not wake you up and leave you be. But as a FYI, um, mm -hmm. I do have a flaw that brings like evil creatures my like it makes them want to attack me essentially yeah so if he is an evil creature then he will he will have a strong urge to attack me <laughs> but obviously i don't know how much of him you consider him an ally to me if he's going to like hold himself back but just be advised okay um i think we will kind of get to that a little bit maybe at some point for now he is probably just like staring at you for a while and the rest of you guys are asleep. Bofarin is meditating, so he could probably hear Alinda if she were to talk loud enough. But I think she whispers like over her shoulder to Zorak, and Zorak kind of like leans his head the same way over his shoulder and uh, and like whispers back to her. And they just kind of keep watch until eventually um, Rylan, you would wake to Alinda just kind of gently shaking your ankle, maybe. Hello? Rylan? You just hear large snoring. Hey, pst. Wake up. It's your turn to watch. No response. Rylan. She shakes your ankle a little bit. <laughs> Rylan gets up. It's your turn to watch. Holy. I have told Zirok to help you. So he will just sit near you, I guess, and watch whichever way you are not. He will sit across from me. Okay, that's fair. I understand your reservations, Rylan. But he is a very reasonable entity. And is not like the fiends that you might know. He is bound to me by the candle. And I am sure that he will not give you any trouble. Rylan would be kind of keeping his gaze in the direction of Zurok, but when Olinda mentions that he she is uh, he's binded to her, he kind of like does like a side eye to her and then he gets up kind of looking at her one more time and then he's gonna find a spot kind of not exactly near Zurok, but within like talking distance where I'm not gonna whisper at him, but I will speak in like a normal tone. Because I know everyone is sleeping, but I don't want to stand next to this dude. She says a little bit more as you are getting up and moving over. I made the candle that he comes from that allows him to come to our plane. Just so that you know. If you don't mind, we're just going to have a talk, Linda. There's nothing to worry about. By all means, talk to him. I'm sure that you can both learn something from each other. Anyways, I'm going to sleep now, so... Good night. Rylan doesn't respond. She probably just takes the spot that you were in. It's probably still warm from you, so I know. <laughs> so I'm just looking at this. What does he look like again? Can you describe him? He's like horned so, in the sky. He's like, uh, the only way that you can see him is kind of like how uh, the dense smoke that makes him catches like a slight accent from the fire. So uh, you're familiar with like pearlescent paint, right? Yeah. Where it has like a two-tone. That's kind of him. So he's like black smoke, very densely sort of swirled together. 
um, that has like slight bluish seafoam green accents based on the, the color of the fire. But he's like a normal skeleton, human a human skeleton sort of, um, except he has a slight, slightly extended tailbone that comes out maybe six inches, um, just in kind of like a almost a, a, a tail, like if he were fleshy, he might have like a whipped barbed tail or something like that. Um, but he doesn't because he's a skeleton. So just like the start of a tail. And then uh, his head is probably his most defining feature where he has like two tiny, like one and a half to two inch long horns that come out from his forehead and sort of like curl up just a little bit. And uh, he doesn't have eyes because he's once again a skeleton made of smoke. Um, but he does have very jagged sort of defined cheekbones and sort of like that angry eyebrow look above his eyes um, and kind of like a jagged jawline and pretty much just sharper features I guess is the best way to describe him. I can actually probably snag a quick screenshot really quickly. Uh, just a moment. It's a small little screenshot. But if you look in D&D General 2A, you'll be able to see sort of like what I mean when I say he has sharp features and like what his horns look like. Gotcha. Uh, that's kind of like the aesthetic of his face. But he's physical though, right? But he's physical, yeah. Okay. I would just kind of glare at him over for a bit before Rylan would uh, muster the courage to speak up. And it's like one of those, like, you know, those awkward speak ups where like you have to clear your throat before you speak. It's Mm -hmm. Zurak, so, yeah, was it? Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Zurak, was it? Yes. You know, Zurak, can I be honest with you? You may. It is, um... It takes a lot of me right now to not, uh... find a way to destroy you as soon as possible. If, if it meant even blowing our cover here in the Feywild, I would probably do it. I despise you that much. And yet you speak to me. And Are yet I speak to your you. Faith? Are you what? Are you challenging your faith? Am I challenging my faith? No. But I feel like even in dark times, there are enemies who are more than willing to have a conversation, if not more. And I think that uh, through the fates that be, even though we are seen as complete enemies, we are one of few people who know exactly how dire the situation is in the material plane. The divide between you and I grows thin, like is... the melting lakes in the summers up north. Exactly that. Now... Soon air will meet the water, and Celestial and Fiend will be one and the same. We sit here in a time where good is bad and bad is good, and everyone else is just caught in the middle, either a slave or worse. Who do you serve, or... That's a stupid question. Obviously, you're bound. Who did you serve? Did I? No one. Squint my eyes. Your power must have come from somewhere. Not all fiends come from... arch fiends. I understand that it is different for celestials. But for fiends... No. So this power of yours, were you naturally gifted with it? I mean, it can't be much if you are bound by just a human wizard. 
I do not have much power. So the purpose of what you serve is exactly what? You're just a messenger? In ways, yes. I am granted the chance to visit the material plane, my home plane. Only through Linda. I am grateful for the second chance to feel the air. The abyss is a very different place. I couldn't imagine. There are many like me, hoping to be chosen for candles. That is depressing. And what did you do in your past life that eventually led you into this servitude? I was cast out of the material plane. For crimes against humanity. They are far gone and too distant now, I cannot remember what. But they must have been horrible. How do so you feel about that? How do I feel? Yes, do you, are you indifferent about it? Do you feel remorse? It is hard to feel remorse for something that you do not know you did. This is fair. But you are aware what crimes against humanity would mean? Yes. And the air feels so nice. He looks out towards the woods, like, kind of just scanning around, taking his eyes off of you. Doing, you know, watch stuff. I guess Rylan would also kind of just take a look around. You're not from this time. I am not. Is it that obvious? Well, I can hear when I am not lit. That's so Linda had the candle. You said that your friends are all not from this time. Well... Where are you from? About, uh... I've really done the numbers. It's about 200 odd years into the future. And what is that timeline like? Well, to be truthful, what I've encountered so far, very much the same. Just, uh, not on the... Maybe, well, actually, who knows? Maybe it always is on the verge of destruction, and I am just ignorant not to know. But it's pretty much the same. Nothing has changed. The hierarchies between both the Buroc and the Astorians are very much the same. Astoria is as is. And if you are from so far in the future, then why do you worry about the events happening present? Because I am physically here and I have to deal with it. If I don't, then who will? And then if the, I, no one does, then I'm dead. Hmm. But being in that time in the future, does that not prove that these events did not end up catastrophic? That is uh, not for me to determine. Time is a fickle machination. A strange creation by man and creature. When you think about it, time would not exist without us. Or mortals, I should say. Well, if you consider it like that, then time is, what you say, the, uh, the utmost powerful being. The end-all, be-all. There's one thing that you can not go against, and it's time itself. It always moves forward. Even if I have been sent back here, I'm still going forward. Perhaps that is time is what we should be worshipping above all. Who would have thought of such a thing? A fiend and a celestial discussing philosophy. Perhaps you should write it down. No one would believe you anyways. I think quite I will. I do not have forever though. My candle burns. It has lost 
half of its height by now. He so there's glanced a limitation to, it. to your visage. When the candle burns all the way out, the bind between myself and Olinda will end, and I will be back to wait for the rest of eternity for someone else to find me. We are not chosen by name or nature. We are plucked from a pool of us. And there are so many. How long do you say you have, Zurok, before your candle is disposed? Perhaps it is only lit at night time. Maybe 30 more lights. Well, let's hope you make for a good conversationalist. And Rylan would just uh, continue looking out into the woods. If that is the case, we're going to be talking to each other quite a lot. Yes. Should you wish to sleep, not that I assume you would ever trust me, I could take watch myself. There would be no need for another. As tempting as that sounds, I still do not trust you. Just because we are on speaking terms does not mean I like you. I cannot fault you for this. Our kind is done battle for far too long to put aside over the experience of just one night. Would have to agree. What else do you know? Well, I know of those that are dead, Archfiends and Archseras, and I speculate whom will be next. Well, can I think you perhaps the scoreboard right now? He looks over to Ilfarin. Did he not tell you? Well, he, just... uh, he might have, but I want to hear it from you. Goridin. My class, Tormach, and Ephelion. Four of the twelve. And you have speculation on who might be next? Perhaps Dusktongue, the hooded one. It is hard to say. If it is fiend, I think Dusktongue. They are weak. Their portion of the abyss grows thin. But if it were Seraph, Who am I to say? Do you have speculation of your own? Marlon would sit there and he'd ponder. Perhaps Solima? Squint my eyes at the creature. Don't get he, testy. He is testing you. <laughs> I'm not going to speculate, because I'm not going to speak it into existence. I wish for the better being of, of all of those involved. And those who are being corrupted by the powers that be will damn them as well. But I am hopeful. I doubt it would be imperious. I assume he would be the last. That leaves Zabriel, Moriel, and Solima. Solima is a, not a capable fighter in her own, but is surrounded by capable fighters. Which makes me think... Zabriel. Rylan would, uh think to the folded letter that he has in his in his bag think of Stazriel well like I said I do not not going to even speak it because I don't want it to come true I wish the best for all besides your kind of course but that's don't take that personal I do not my kind are treacherous I can was understand he, that was there a smile in that when he said treacherous because it sort of sounded like one 
Perhaps a little bit. Okay. Perhaps my kind are different in this way. I imagine that regardless of whom you pledge to as a seraph, would you not support all seraphs? I would think yes, right? But fiends? No, we would be glad to be rid of each other. That is a very terrible existence. They say there is honor among thieves in the mortal planes. There is none amongst fiends. Of dread and paranoia. I'm sure you must have did something so heinous that ended you there. Yes. In some ways, I wish I had died first. Thus, I would not be there. Well, we'll see what happens to you. Life has a way of changing fate for most. Believe me, I've seen it. I'm not surprised by the death of Gordon. I expected that Gordon would be first, and that Tormark would be last. Well, Tormark, uh, let's just say, uh, was a bit greedy or jumped the gun. Perhaps he should have waited a little longer. As you say, fate has a way of changing. That's right. Your watch must be coming close to an end. Uh, it's been, I imagine, so. Kind of look Ooh. around. Whom was see, next? You can see Alfarin. Just meditating. I'm in a tent. Oh, he's in a tent. I see the tent. <laughs> I believe it is for Alfarin. And he would get up and uh, walk towards uh, Ilfarin Prophaeus. And uh, he would open the tent and be like, Hey, yo! Ilfarin! Yes. It's time to do your watch. Okay. Don't be corrupted by uh, Zurok. He's, uh, he has a silver tongue on him. He does get a bit testy. <laughs> Were you corrupted, Rylan? Good night, Ilfarin. <laughs> <laughs> Crawl out of the tent. It's a, it's a lightweight tent. It's very easy to kind of uh, put up and take down. So, Fold it up, take my bedroll, roll it up, stuff it in my backpack. Hang on the back, I guess. Probably too big. Then I'll go sit with uh, Zorok. So, uh, how are you? I'm cold. Why? That's surprising. I am always cold. You won't believe how hot it gets where I'm from. You get used to it. And then everything feels cold. It's more like the difference between the two, I understand. Yes. Hmm, interesting. I think I've swayed him. He and I <laughs> may get along well, I think. Uh, I, th I thought you I thought you meant swayed him in some other way. No, I would not seek to do so. I mean, he's, uh, he's easy enough to get along with. A little uh, hard-headed on the outside, but not a... Uh, not too difficult unless you give him a reason to be. I must say that I was surprised to hear how he stood up for Orinda and her side of things during the debate earlier. Oh, you... I didn't realize you heard all of that. Yes. I just cannot leave the candle until it is lit. Right. But you still are able to sense it here while you're there. In the candle. Yes. Aha. Uh -huh. 
Yes, I, I, I don't know. I, I think the whole thing's um, not a uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, devalue anyone's points. You know uh, how uh, how Amon feels is a uh, is as valid as anybody else feels. But uh, I don't know. Get the impression there's something a little deeper going on. He kind of like scratches his cheekbone and like the smoke from his hand kind of goes through the smoke from his cheekbone. He pulls his hand away and like it reforms solid again. How goes your writing? It's uh, slow. I just don't get much of a chance to do much. Would you like to now? I can watch. Uh, hmm. It is what Alinda has tasked me with. Hmm. And what as long as you that that thing stays lit, you'll you'll remain here, right? Yes. Until dusk. Or dawn, I should say. Mm-hmm. I cannot be lit in the daylight. You know what? Sure. Sure. I don't that well, you know, something terrible could happen, but we haven't cast any spells, so uh and but, what spells do you write? Uh, this one? Um, I haven't even decided yet, dude. <laughs> I'm just doing the hours. Uh, I'm uh, still going through them, but uh, I've done some copying on a couple. Uh, we'll see. I, I might change my mind. Uh, you I know, myself well, am a spellcaster, you know. Well, I was going to say, you know how spells are, but I didn't actually know if you were capable of or not. Yes. Mm. Detect magic, hunter sense, knock, counterspell darkness, dispel magic, shield, and suffocate. Olinda learned that one from me. What suffocate, that is? Yes. That's an interesting one, yes. Yes. No, I don't know that, but a lot of the others. I detect magic. I think that's in everyone's repertoire. Uh, shield is very important for, for blade singers. It's uh, one of the first that we learn. Suffocate has many uses. It is why it is my favorite. Hmm. Hmm. And how did you teach that to her? I can write. I can speak and explain. So I could cast it while I'm lit if I wanted to. I'm a formidable foe. Hmm. No, I'm. I'm sure you are. It was. I just. You know. You're sort of physical and non-physical and, and all of that. Interesting. Well. Ah. Uh, yes. I haven't. Uh, well, I've sort of decided. I have my eyes on a few, but again, we'll see. Can't you share? Ah, uh, well, perhaps I will not press you. You know, the thing with spells is that you never know which one you're going to need. True. And uh, there are some that you'll always need. And there are others that are so niche, but so uh, important in that niche. that It makes everything so difficult. 
like uh, you know, I don't know how to breathe underwater, right? I could, I could copy water breathing out of this, but how often am I going to use that? And then the one time that I need water breathing and I don't have it, I die, you know? Yes. Or maybe I just fly out of the water. Who knows? Or uh, put myself into a ball and float to the top. Or teleport. I don't know. There's there's a lot of you. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. Olinda prefers Misty Step. Ah, uh, I mean, I know Misty Step, but uh, it's uh, it's 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 good. Maybe not in every situation, but I I like it. That's why I always, you know, keep it prepared, just in case. Her fighting style really is something. In the uh, Raven Court, they duel. Naturally, to test with, each other with magic. Yes, 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 yes. It's quite a spectacle. She has adopted a fighting style that is nimble, quick moving, always, and focused on an individual target rather than many. She's primarily evocation, isn't she? Yes. Mm -hmm. Suffocate is useful for how she fights. Targeting a single foe. Mm. I mean, uh, we did duels as well. Uh, usually, usually just one foe. Sometimes multiple. Although you'd normally lose that. And you? How do you fight? Um, well, uh, somewhat in the same way, I suppose. Nimble and, uh, light-footed. Um, but, uh, it depends now. Uh, when I was in my studies, uh, we were taught things, and some of those things I don't think are entirely applicable now. But it's difficult to move from them after it's so, uh, drilled in, you know? Uh, I could fight without a sword in my hand just fine, but it feels the most natural to me. He nods. Uh, do, do you know of blade singing? Matisse trained in this way. Oh, at, at the Raven Court? Yes, we have many instructors. They hmm. have many instructors. You know, I always thought that, um, obviously I never thought to ask, but, uh, that the Raven Court would see themselves as above something like that. No, no. The Raven Court is very respectable and practical. Yes. Mm. They. Mm, they do not bottleneck their mages. Mm -hmm. They mm. do not seek to cram them into a school that they do not excel in. It is not mm. a lost art. Blade singing. Or, I should say, it is outside of the colleges that still exist. Mm -hmm. See, when, uh, how do I even put this? Uh, when I was, um, uh, studying, let's go with that. Um, it wasn't something that was, uh, seen as particularly, um, uh, I, I, I suppose there was a, a degree of elitism, is how I would put it. It was seen as lesser. Like, uh, why would you use a sword when you can just use spells? 
in in a way, it's almost um, parroting of Amon's own kind of uh, thoughts. You know, spells fix everything. So, so why would you why would you bother? I see. I I don't think many of the other colleges at all have taught it, but uh, I always like the sword. Yes, the instructor at the Raven Court is different kind of instructor. Not mortal. Not mortal. Yes. Like me in some ways. Not like fiendish. Him. So not made of smoke, just not a... Are they a fiend? Oh no, no. they're not a fiend, you said. Um, hmm. Alinda so. could explain it sometime, perhaps. Hmm. I only know what she told me. And I've only heard... Like I say, I'm. I cannot see in the daytime. I'm not lit. Mm hmm. Say, uh, just changing the subject quickly, where did you hear about all of this business with the gods? With the Archfiend and Saras. Ah, as in, like, uh, when it isn't lit, you, you go back to your plane where it's hot and you speak to them. Yes. I speak to of all course. the other fiends. In the pool. In the pool? Yes. Where we wait and suffer. Ah. I An see. endless sea of us crammed together. Mm. And you, you, you all come through these candles and you all talk and you listen. Those of us lucky enough, some grow jealous. And they will fight one another when we return from our candles. Not that they could claim the candle themselves, merely to rob us of the opportunity. Hmm. So when you go back, uh, when you're not lit, do you uh, tell the other fiends about what you heard here? If I feel like it. When do you feel like it? I suppose when I have a reason that would benefit me. Hmm. Like a like an information trade. Yes. Mm-hmm. I see. Interesting. Do I you have didn't... a message that you would like send? Hmm. Probably, yes. But uh it wouldn't be any it wouldn't be to to, to anybody with a candle or anything like that. So I'm not sure how we would get delivered. Ah, uh, there are plenty of ways. Whom would you like me to send to? And what? Hmm. As I understand, Olinda and I might be leaving in the morning. So you must think quickly. Hmm. Hmm. This is a very uh, difficult question. I feel like there's so many people I could possibly send a message to, you know? Yes, living or dead. Or dead? Yes. There are fiends in most planes. Say, you hear a lot of things, don't you? I do. Do you know what's going on with the ethereal plane? With the ethereal plane? No, we do not venture there. Hmm. Do you know what's going on with Ulmir's gate? Mm. There were some 
travelers there recently, from what I recall. Do they were who? tempted to open the gate. The gate tempts everyone. It is a treacherous thing. Unholy. He kind of smirks a little bit. Do, do you know who attempted to open it? Or, or why? I may be able to know. But I would need something to trade. To trade, of course. Uh, do to you visit know? the ethereal plane mm. would mean that one of us has died. Mm-hmm. And you don't know if there was a sex... Ex yeah, let, me, let me restart that, Jesus Christ. I'm having a seizure. <laughs> Jimmy edit this out. Jimmy edit this out. Oh son. god, Jimmy. And you don't know if they were successful or not in opening it. I do not believe they were. I do not believe that they tried. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Some information for you, my friend. Since uh you don't have eyes in the ethereal all that often. I suppose information doesn't really come to you from the ethereal, right? It does not. Well, ah, uh, he kind of cradles his hands together, kind of like rubbing them in anticipation of getting some juicy information. I suppose it could be here, but I don't know if it's here, like the Fey, you know. But on the material, at least, there's an awful lot of uh, individuals in the ethereal plane, and all of these individuals. From, from my knowledge, from what I've seen in at least two locations in Bonasau. You can and, see. Uh, uh, yes, uh, temporarily. Mm. Can, uh, not see, but uh, go there. Yes. Um, so, uh, in Bonasau and in Fellowheart, um, two locations. You, you, you understand how far these places are away from each other. Um, and uh, the... Uh, individuals in the ethereal plane in both of these locations are heading towards Ulmer's gate, are converging on it, are saying that um, they have to be quick, else the gate will close, or else they'll miss their opportunity, or, or uh, something along those lines. Many fiends would leave too if the gate was opened. Many celestial and many fiend. Perhaps even the gods. What, what would it mean to leave? What would it mean? Yes. What would happen to those that do? Yes. I am not sure. It is something I could know. Try to find out. He nods a couple times, sort of to himself, in thought. Uh, because of all of this, uh, you know, I'm sure uh, you hear plenty of things from your uh, friends, if you have friends, uh, from the, the fellow fiends that you trade information with. Um, something like this is very alarming to me. It will not be alarming to the fiends, but it would be interesting. There are many that would root for one to open the gate. Mm. Before there were arch-seraphs and arch-fiends, there were the gods. When the gods died, their lieutenants, the arch-seraphs and arch-fiends, took their places. Not all of them have done it so well. Mm -hmm. Some have lost the ideology, become corrupt in ways. Maligant is there. I'm sorry to repeat that? Maligant. Is where? 
and Umir. They are both there in the ethereal. Hmm. See, I wouldn't have thought the gods would go there. Ah. I would have thought, uh, like uh, like Rylon was saying, you know, um, the celestials, they go they go to the celestial plane, you know, and the, the fiends, when they die, they would go to whatever plane they came from. Now, those planes are for the living. And the ethereal is for the dead, for all of the dead. Death is the great leveler. All made equal. Hmm. I have seen, in my time, seraphs who have come close to death. Their plane has tried to reclaim them, to bring them back, heal them, pull them through thin rifts. Were this to happen to your friend, he would not be pulled back to the celestial plane because he is dead. He would be pulled back in the hopes that he would be saved before death. But if he were to die, he would go to the ethereal. I am sure of it. Uh-huh. Oh, well. Hmm. Okay. This has given me a few things to think about. I would much like to speak to Malagant. Ah, well. Um, I can't say in, um, in all of the time that I've been in the ethereal plane that I've seen Malagant. In fact, I normally don't see anybody at all. It is as your friend said. Fate can change. Hmm. The thing is, what's happening right now sounds an awful lot like my fate already. He smiles. So maybe it can change, but uh, I kind of feel like I'm just on a path with no way to divert. And it's going to go how it's going to go, you know. I suppose that time will tell. It is an interesting story. I hope I am present. Mm. No, I'm sure you will be. As soon as we're done here, we'll head there and and uh, and see. Who knows, maybe you'll come into the ethereal with us. It is a strange place. It's supposed to be you on both the third and fourth watch, right? Uh, no, I was supposed to wake up... Imon? Imon. Yes. It's probably nearing the time that your shift would end. Uh, I, I would uh, send a message, but I, I feel like um, there's uh, too many people that could possibly get one, and I probably wouldn't get one back. And uh, uh, wouldn't be so much a message, wouldn't be so much information, you know? If you say. It would be more like a check they're uh, okay or check they're alive. He says nothing and just gives you a blank look before turning his head to look uh, around into the woods. Okay. Um, hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm going to wake up Imon, and uh, you can uh, have a little conversation with him if he wants to entertain one. And uh, I'll do some writing. He does not seem to like celestials and fiends. He uh, doesn't seem to like many people at all. No. Ah. I will sway him. I, uh... Zorak smiles. It's a devilish I, smile. I, uh, respect your confidence. <laughs> and I wish you luck. He nods. He looks towards wherever Amon is. 
I'll push myself up at this point. Up in the oh, tree. Yeah, didn't anyone tree. go up in the tree? Oh, for oh yeah. Sake. <laughs> um, I can... look up in the tree. I can wake him. Uh, <laughs> just uh, try to be gentle about it. I don't want him falling out of it. You see Zarak, uh, he is made of smoke. He just starts to float his way up. He has a fly speed of 50. He just kind of like <laughs> floats and, and flies his way up the tree towards Amon before with like one cold, smoky, like clawed hand, um, you know, clawed skeleton hand, just kind of like grab him by the ankle, similar to how... Uh, Olinda woke Rylon and just kind of like shakes his ankle gently at first. Uh, uh yeah, Mon's pretty perceptive. He'd wake up. Uh, probably lash out you. at the smoke. Your friend bids you wake. It is your watch. Ugh. Ugh. Don't touch me. He's <laughs> like, kind of like wipe off his ankle. Like, he'd actually like sit there and look at the cloth of his pants and make sure there's no like residue, like devil goo. There are a couple and, little, uh, little like tears, scratches from the claws. Small ones, but noticeable, like three of them maybe. I'll bill, bill Olinda for that one, he says, and he kind of turns his back on the creature that's floating there and does a quick, brisk little jog down the tree, slides down it. I did not mean to. Yeah, yeah, I am sure. And uh, follows you down. Yeah, he'd find a spot that he can keep an eye on everything and uh, settle down. Kind of untrustingly glancing in the direction of this fucking devil that's so close to him. He sits down near you. He would, like, literally, like a child, take, like, a slide, like, slide himself, like, three feet further away, like, on his ass, you know, just, like, scuff, scuttle, you know, a little further away. The one named Ilfarin says you do not like many people. I like people just fine. I just don't like what you are. Why? Because. You fear me? <laughs> no, I don't fear you. You're made of smoke. What could you do? A very good amount of things. A very many. Sure. He gives you a devilish smile. But no, I don't fear you. I dislike you. I distrust you. Doesn't mean I fear you. You distrust Olinda. Uh, to an extent, and the information that she gets from you, I would distrust, yes. You have your own motives, and they certainly don't align with mine. I am bound to her. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure binding only goes so far. I'm sure you could still push your influence into the world in your little way. The smoke that creates him disappears. He appears behind you. Kind of cracks his neck a little bit. Um, it's a good way to get attacked, you know. I do enjoy a challenge. It wouldn't be that much of a challenge, I assure you. I would assure you as well, yes. <laughs> Ah, what, so you think you can use a bit of magic on me, get your master killed and everyone else here? I assume you're not much of a marshal. Really? Bit of claw fighting? Yes. Oh, say the word, devil, and I would be happy 
to match claws with you. We shall, then, before my candle is up. Before your candle is up? Yes. And what does that mean? Before all the wax burns, and I am... No, I understand. Ah. So, you only last as long as this physical object? Yes. He what seems is she a at? bit sad at that statement. Maybe disappointed is a better word. Or remorseful. So what if she adds more wax? It's just a candle. It is not just a candle. Well, I don't understand this magic stuff, so I'm not one to talk about with it. I don't even know why I'm talking to you at all. We should just sit silently here and keep watch as you've been ordered, and you should ignore me, and I should ignore the fact that you exist here. She has not told you how the candle was made. <laughs> yeah, she said that there are some less than savory ingredients. Yes. Your sister is a murderer, you know. And who did she murder? I do not know. It was before I was here. Define murder. The candle requires the rendered fat of one murderer. Oh, they Plus, murderer. Yes. And how do you get the murderer? He shrugs. You I feel no pity murderer. for some murderer. You kill the murderer. Yes. <sighs> Perhaps it was justice. Who knows? It requires the ashes of three humans burned alive. Ooh, alive. That's quite grim. The blood of thirteen cats. Well, that's sad. I like cats more than most people. And a quite powerful spell. Cast. <clears throat> One that I assume she couldn't cast herself, or was it her who did it? It was her. I bowed to her. It was her candle. <laughs> and the Duke... Do you know of whom I'm speaking? I assume Olinda has mentioned it. I have spoken to his fiend. Very much. And did he bind it himself? Yes. Interesting. I shouldn't be speaking to you at all. Perhaps you should just sit there. But here you are. You had interesting things to say. I may have more. Perhaps. But... I enjoy nothing the trade, would... though. Tell me now something interesting, please. Tell you something interesting. Yes, a trade. A trade. Um, no. Ah. I don't think I will be trading with any sort of devil. I don't think something like that would be for my benefit or the benefit of anyone else. You are more stubborn than I thought you would be. More clever. You have your own wishes, desires, whether or not you have a timer on your lifetime here. Uh, I'm sure that that does nothing more than inflame you to make sure you get as much done every time that you can. And if, me <laughs> and if me trading you information is something that you want, then I should likely ignore it at my uh, <coughs> with all uh, strength. With all my strength, I should not do what you want. Mm. So you say. So I say. Um, but do tell me, in the 
How many times do you think you have left? Until that candle is long gone? Should I be lit every night? Less than one month. Whew. Not very much time. In the past, at the Raven Court, Olinda was very sparing. She did not have many options or many times that she could light me without being discovered. So oh, this would, look, this would be looked down upon, though? Yes, so I was trapped. But now that I am free, now that she is free, I can feel the air. It is cold. It is. It's nice, right? Being, uh, for lack of a better word, alive or aware of the world or on our plane. I'm sure you like the material or whatever they call it. That's actually very accurate. Hmm. That's kind of crazy how accurate that is. But like, man, actually, yeah, that's like crazy accurate. Like minus the armor, just it's just a skeleton. Yeah. But, damn, where did you find that? You just Google it. Just Google D and D skeleton devil. <laughs> that's sick. Yeah, that's like pretty accurate. If you want a better idea than D and D two A, it's like just he's made out of like black smoke. Mm hmm. So many misty figures. Yeah, I mean, actually, like, there's only, what, three? I mean, Sogdas was kind of one, but he's dead. <laughs> Sogdas. Well, that Shadow Stalker, wasn't he also, like, Misty? Yeah, he was super Misty. This yeah, dude's Faye, Misty. Faye has some Misty stuff. Misty stuff going on. This guy is smoky. That sucks. Where misty step comes from. Fucking devils. That's a nether step, actually. Whoa, chill. How much, is it the watch over? Uh, I think almost. It's really however long uh, Undead wants to talk to Zarak. Yeah, it really depends on how much she's trying to get me to talk to him, because he doesn't incite it, I'm not going to talk to him. Uh, he's a fucking devil. I don't like him. I sense that I bother you. Your very existence bothers me. Exactly. I sense I bother you. Yeah, so you sense correctly. Congratulations. Yeah. You are close-minded. No, I'm quite open-minded, I think. Um, just because I believe one thing does not mean that I am close-minded. Even your I just... seraph speaks to me. <laughs> you, an abomination. What is the true difference between a seraph speaking to his angel and speaking to some devil, really? It's the same. You feel stronger than I thought. How did you think I felt? I knew that you did not like seraphs and fiends, but it sounds that you truly resent them. Of course I do. They constantly prey on my kind and my people. Your they constantly... Humans. He squints. You are no longer <laughs> human. Well, that's a matter of opinion. You are a monster. For now. A witch hunter would kill you. A witch hunter would die trying. Hmm. And when my business is concluded, I will be fully human once again. He leans back and kind of relaxes. <laughs> I am merely cursed. He looks at you. Very uh, curious, per se, or maybe intently. Will you stay in aberration forever? Not if I can avoid it. Ah. But I need it. Need it? For now. 
You see, you are I... Greedy. Hmm? You are greedy? Well, not so much greedy. Willing to make sacrifices to do what is necessary. To gain power. I wish no power for myself other than what I need to complete what I need to do. And then I will throw it away at the drop of a hat. You are a liar. <laughs> How does one figure? And he's looking right at it now. He gives you a smile. <laughs> you are speaking to a fiend. Indeed. The dawn comes. I must go. Wait. Out of curiosity. In uh, the... Well, what is the best way to put this without being obvious? Has Olinda ever talked to you about what we did as a family prior to her joining the Raven Courts? What she was trained to do? Has she ever informed you of this? Olinda has told me very much. The nights that she would cry in the Raven Court, with no one to speak to, she would speak to me. She would whisper to the candle until she fell asleep. I know all things, Olinda. Sounds like it'd be perfect for you to attempt to stay here longer, to get her to bind you to something else, or release you from your servitude so you could roam the material once again. It's almost as if you speak as though you are friends. I would be glad to be bound to Linda. She shouldn't have said the things that she might have said. Perhaps... Hmm? You are fearful. I am angry. You are fearful. Perhaps your candle will get snuffed out sooner than you think. Fearful and a liar. You don't think I will destroy that candle? I don't think I will do it this you. dawn. I don't think she would have very much of a choice. I think Olinda would survive without you, devil. I think that she would. But I would be glad to protect her. Will you destroy the candle? I'm considering it. He looks this at very you dawn. very sternly. <clears throat> he stands up. You shouldn't know the things that you know. And I'm sure that you can share that information with others. I would do nothing to wrong her. You're a devil. I'm here only because of her. If anyone were to destroy the candle, it would be her. Unless it isn't. He eyes you. He I eye him. stands up a little bit straighter. You don't have much power once that candle goes out, do you? I still have time. Do you seek a challenge? Do you? <laughs> Can you stop with this chest-puffing bullshit? <laughs> he glances over to Alfar. <laughs> I'm trying to copy spells here. I'm trying to concentrate. Zorak looks over towards Alfar too. Is this is this really necessary? Is this is this how we want to spend our mornings? This thing knows things that it shouldn't. Right. And, and things I have been granted. Things that she had no right to grant. I did not pry. I'm sure you didn't need to. Emotionally weak girl, away from her family, alone in a far-off place. I'm sure she was quite easy to get information out of. I'm sure you barely needed to say anything. I said nothing. And yet she spoke to you. If you want to blame anybody, blame Melinda. 
I could blame her, and I do. But it remains the same. This thing knows. He uh, sort of disappears into smoke again and appears behind you once more. This time he take like a like a combat leap back, like a like how he would if he was fighting someone, where he just jumps backward and he slides like four or five feet back, like a cat. Fearful. Prepared, he says, and he's gonna transform one of his arms into a scythe. Look, how about instead of doing this, uh, this, this, uh, you know, uh, dick measuring contest, you just <laughs> actually do one. Just both get them out, and I'll measure them up. <laughs> it would be much easier to deal with him when he is not around, locked within his little candle. He makes like a little, like a, a hand gesture, like if someone was saying someone had a small dick, except candle, you know, like little candle. He gives you one last grin. Speak of the devil. And the sunlight from the horizon crests just barely through the trees and the smoke that he is dissipates, flowing back towards the candle, like just sort of vacuum sucking right into it. And suddenly the flame goes out and left behind is just a thin streak of smoke that lasts for about five seconds before going cold. Where is the candle? It is over by Alanda, probably like a foot away from wherever she's sleeping. I'm going to walk over to the candle. I'm going to attempt to get between you and the candle. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't like rush over to it. just casually walking over to the candle and <laughs> step between. He raises the eyebrows at you. He has provided us with information. He is a devil. Whatever he provided you with, he will take back twice in turn. If he takes back twice in turn, he takes back twice in turn. He has provided us with good information. It does not matter. He has information that he shouldn't have himself. He should be destroyed, banished back, gone. You you have an issue with him because he's a devil. You have some issue with Rylon because he's a seraph. I, I, the two are quite well. different. I didn't want to destroy the thing. Oh, well, I suppose I did, but I wasn't going to destroy the thing until I learned what I learned. Hmm. It's I He has no right to know. Imon, it's just... Why don't you talk to Alinda about it? This is something between you and Alinda, clearly. You would uh, alienate her from all of this based on some information she gave a, a demon who cares, a devil, a, a fiend. A devil who she killed three people, 12 cats to make. Mm. I feel like we've probably killed more than that. Thirteen, actually. Good morning, Olinda. He'd say as he like looks behind, still kind of glancing at the candle. She like looks over at you from the ground where she's sleeping. He'd still have one arm in a scythe. You are equipped so early in the morning. Your friend was quite convincing. Convincing in what way? In you want to fight him because destroy he... him. I would forbid it. I'm sure you would. I would. And yet, I would still do it. Why? Why would you tell him all those things? He is a devil. He works with other devils. He works against our kind. He is a fiend, not a devil. The same thing. What is the difference between a fiend and a celestial or a god? He spits. 
they are all one and the same. I will be going soon, if Rylan permits it. These are the last words you would like to say to me before you see me again? In case I die? Or something? I do not blame you for being a child. Or being scared. A child? Or alone. Well, I assume you told him these things when you were young. I assume you weren't crying your eyes out to some devil as an adult. I figured I... you would remember the things that we were taught our entire lives up until the time that you left. I've had Zirak only for a few months. And yet you've told him everything about yourself, about us, about the family, about our secrets? After being in the Ravencourt Sanctuary for so many years, and having still no one to talk to, I took advantage of the opportunity. He talked to someone who could take advantage of that information. Someone harm. who would not? How do you know this? How do you know he doesn't go back to wherever he came from every morning? And he doesn't tell all of his little devil friends who are exuding their influence all over the world, who are killing people, hurting people, torturing people, making deals. Okay, and say that perhaps he does tell another fiend what I tell him. Then what? Hmm? Then What's that fiend tells another. Me? It is a threat to what we stood for. I welcome it's a threat this threat. To me. I will deal with it myself. You should let me destroy that thing. I would not. She is an adult, Amon. I'm well aware of what she is, Hilfarin. She can make her own decisions, yes. As you do. Where's Rylon, currently? I mean, I guess he would be... Uh sleeping but i mean it's getting kind of loud now at this <laughs> point um not to say that rylan is in the light heavy sleeper yeah. but he uh i mean i guess he would just be stirring at this point you know? like, mm -hmm. even like uh someone were to call his name he'd probably wake up but he's not exactly like standing up like crossing his arms he's, he's just kind of like fluttering his eyes open definitely didn't catch any of this conversation mm -hmm. he'd be cracking his back as he's kind of turning and twisting oh is there any breakfast? I do not have any currently, but I'm sure that we could get some, unless Emon or Ilfarn has some. But Ilfarn is, or Emon is selfish, so I would not be surprised if he does not want to share. He's, he's kind of ignored her comment, uh, and it's still, he's glancing between like her and the candle. It looks like he's doing like a bunch of, like uh, thinking in his head, like, quick thinking. Um, Ilfarn, are you still standing in the way? <laughs> Um, I would have gone off to one side a little bit, just so that there was, like, line of sight between you and Alinda. Probably taking, like, a step back as well. So I'm not, like, you know, right in front of you. I'm probably, like, five feet from you. Um, just off to one side, whichever side Ulinda isn't. So if I was to, you know, if you were to walk forward and I was to stick my arm out, you would hit my arm. Uh, yeah, uh, so it looks like he's he's, like, preparing himself to, like move forwards um so what you would stop me from grabbing this candle from destroying this thing do not make me cast a spell Elfarn. i mean Emon. you would risk all of our lives over a devil that is why i'm saying do not make me cast a spell i wouldn't Emon. make you do anything that would be a decision you make purely on your own dear sister she stares at you with like dagger eyes <sighs> what is the problem now Emon is being a baby about to Zurok. Goodness, I feel like fucking like a father at this point, dealing with these two rugrats. Rylan, I expected better from you. 
Expected better than me how, Iman? Talking to this thing, letting it get inside your head? Curious, if we're going by that logic, do you want me to destroy you now, or would you prefer it when I met you? <laughs> how do you figure? Whatever's easier, I suppose. I guess now. He looks confused at you, like he doesn't understand. If you think that just because the devil himself is the only thing that would compel me to destroy it, you're wrong. The reason why Loden packed so highly into that woman in the church is because we are also here to destroy abominations, creatures from the other planes, anything that isn't of the norm. Just because you are my friend does not mean that once upon a time I would have compelled to kill you. And that devil is no different. Just because he does not look like you does not mean he isn't of you. He was born a devil. I was cursed with what I have. Just that because I denied that certainly not born does. a devil. He was a man just like you and me one day. And he decided to go about something very wrong. And he was cursed for it. What, he, what you see is not a man who was born that way. He was cursed because he'd lived a very plagued existence. Does he deserve it? Of course. But say that I'm going to destroy him because he's just a fiend. That's why I say I should just destroy you, because you're an abomination. I am not going to destroy him because he is a fiend. I should destroy him for the things that he knows and the things that he could tell others. That is my business of not, but you pointed it at me as if I was responsible because he's a devil. I'm just saying my argument. I was surprised argument. you spoke to him at all. He seemed quite happy and pleased with himself that he managed to get one such as yourself to speak to him. Well, when you to fight information. When you fight a creature for hundreds of years, and not only that, but your ancestors have fought them for eons, um, there is a sort of bridge that is established when you're in a situation like ours. When someone you've been faithful to for, for decades, or centuries even, and those who followed them previously for even longer, the gap between them has now closed. It is one of the same, as you say. It is a point in time where we have to change judgment. Our whole ideology is getting thrown out the window every second we waste in the Feywild. You have to understand why there's honor among this. It's almost like talking, being enemies with someone for so long, and you just get over it. It's just at that point now, because the people we respect, even though they're on opposite sides of the angelical spectrum, but that spectrum is now depleted. Like I said, if I had my way, there wouldn't be celestials or fiends in the material plane. At all. Well, very rarely do we as people get things our way. He looks back to Linda. You should get rid of that thing. If I could destroy it, I would. It's not out of any dislike for you. But it makes me very sad that you have forgotten all the things that we were taught. I've I appreciate your help. Well, you choose to ignore them. I do not choose to ignore them. And yet, this devil knows. We'll see. I look forward to speaking to Zorak once again, next time we are together. And you have not told Rylon or Irfern about what you speak of? Not very much. I've kept them quite in the dark and... They've gotten annoyed more than a few times about it. She looks at you guys, uh, Rylon and Nilfarn. You see that he is so upset about something that he does not even share with you. 
Everyone's inclined to keep their secrets. You should have kept yours. Mayhaps. Are we all prepared to leave now? Mm-hmm. Alright, Olinda, have you decided what you want to do? I will be going back. Very well. It is a shame. I do not feel bad for myself, but... I am sure that Zorak would like to stay. Well, that's neither Wait. here or there. You should let him stay. He is with me. Ah. Unfortunate. He would have had such a great time here. He's a very proficient messenger. Is there anything that anyone would like me to have him tell or find out before I go? No, I don't need to work with a fiend to get what I want. You could pass him along a message from me and tell him that the next time we meet, he will get what he was asking for. He loves a good challenge. I'm sure he does. Cast one last glance to Ilfarin. I've uh, already said what needs to be said to him. She nods. Okay then. Well, I'm sure that I will find a way perhaps to bring you back. Or... Or we will die here. I would hope not. This is our fate. Rylan, do you feel that I am betraying you? What makes you think I'd say that? Or even insinuate it? I'm not sure, I just... I feel bad about leaving, but I'm trying to help. Do what you feel is right. Then for now, it will be the three of you. He nods. You'll uh, help us better from elsewhere. I hope so. Do check in on the rest of the family and make sure they're still alive. I don't know how long we've been gone. We will see. I'm not sure we'll, uh, where I will pop up when I'm banished. That is that still is a mystery to me. I could end up in the north. Or perhaps Astoria. Well, if you end up in Fallowheart, look for your brother and your sister. I will. Tell me, if you popped up in the middle of the ocean, could you survive? If I would, yes. Maybe. I think well, so. I wish you the best of luck. Well, we are on land. Let's hope that uh, there's some sort of connection between that. Yes. All right, are we ready to leave? Because we're going to have to hustle as soon as I do this. Uh-huh. I'm not sure if this is going to hurt or not, but good luck. Thank you, Rylan. And uh, Rylan holds out his hand to, like, her face, essentially. And uh, a little glowing, like, almost like a, a orb of, like, antimatter, just black energy just circulates in his hand. And almost, like like pixelated away her body just gets like sucked into the hand and she just dissipates completely as i catch banishment that's crazy uh i think that like in the moments leading up to you casting it she probably holds the candle up to her ear for a moment and then her eyes go kind of wide right like as you're starting to cast it and she turns to Ofarin, and she uh, says two words before she's <laughs> banished into uh, the material plane. And then gone. What were those words? Sierra. I know them. I know them. Oh, okay. As soon as she disappears, Rylan itching his hand because it does feel a little weird, uncomfortable. Um, 
gets up and starts hustling. Time to go. No yep. time to talk. Let's move. I immediately stop moving with everybody else. Dash, we dash, 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 dash. Never to run. And as you guys are running off into the woods, this session ended up being actually a little bit longer than they usually are by, by a fair bit. Um, that's where we're going to end the session. So, if you're listening and you liked what you heard, consider giving us some feedback. If you didn't like what you heard, consider giving us some feedback either way. Either way, you're giving us some feedback. Um, then check out the Linktree link in the description of the podcast for links to all of our medias. If you want to follow us on one of our medias or hang out with us in Discord, um, give give Ingle somebody else to talk to. And Zeno. <laughs> give Zeno and Ingle somebody else to talk to. Um, then, hey, come hang out. And... We also want to take a moment to thank our Patreon supporters for all of the generous contribution that they've given us that has paid for the uh, the logos, animated logos, uh, software that we use, music that we use, our giveaways, um, a few other things here and there, mostly the giveaways. So we really appreciate that. Oh, and our art. Um, so we really appreciate that. And so we want to thank our party fiends, Rick Weiss, Stags, and Ingle, our party monsters, Cypher, and Happy Phoenix, and our party lurkers, Cormac, Valentine, and Windowman. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all the contribution that you've given us that has helped us spread the Grim Hollow love to uh, to our other listeners. So that's pretty much all I've got for you guys. Um, and we will catch you guys next time. So as always, never split the party. See you next time. Bye. How did we not get murdered by that dragon? <laughs> <laughs> Probably was a merciful guy. I wanted to give you guys kind of a warning of what could happen if you keep it up.